Hello and welcome to show 13 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Lucky 13! Well, let's hope so. Let's hope <laughs> It's so. been lucky so far. Yeah, it's been, I mean, we've had no issues tonight at all, <laughs> have we? Right. Did no. Yeah. No, no, nothing, nothing's gone wrong. No one's forgot. Nothing. Hey, who are you that is starting off the show? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the daddy, and we've got also Chini here eventually. Yes, hello. I was late. Lol, 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 lol. Well, you weren't only late. You'd actually forgotten about I the forgot. show. Yeah, yeah, it's a different day. It's not like I'm, I, I completely forgot. We, we're doing this on a different day, so, you know. Yeah. Well, I suppose we can let you off a little bit. Just we're stop busting my balls, day. man. Get off my back. That's my impression of New York people. <laughs> That's what I, I assume they sound like that. I don't know. It sounded exactly like I thought I was in New York for a minute. <laughs> sound just like that. Yeah. And, and we've also got the Jew. Then France is like, guys, we got the missiles, they are coming, fire our But then let's hide. Well, have a nap. Then fire the missiles! I have no, do you know, I want to say that sounds like uh, Benicio Del Toro in the usual system. <laughs> sounds like Steve Martin to me, I don't know. No idea. It's from, a, it's from an online video called The End of the World. It's very silly and it's like seven or eight years old. And uh, my wife and I both think it's really funny. So when I was trying to think of what to start the show with this week, she's like, "It's a fire and missiles." So I did. Yeah, we know what your sense of humor is like, though, don't we? <laughs> yeah, esoteric and hilarious. Yeah, people right. are ruffling every time I speak on the show. There's people ruffling right now. People are clutching their stomachs, like, "Oh God, it's so funny!" But the ruffling got you, not with you. I get a lot of emails saying I have to pause the podcast in order to like let myself laugh and then go back to it and keep listening. Okay then. Well, I got an email. I got an email saying that somebody got arrested for laughing in public so hard at me. Yeah. <laughs> pissed his pants, didn't he? Did he say he yeah. pissed his pants? Yeah, that's why he got yeah. arrested. It wasn't for yeah. that. Or trousers. He pissed his trousers. Soiled his trousers. How would you say yeah. it? Yeah. Pissed himself. Pissed himself. But isn't there a danger that people will think that you're saying he was pissed? Meaning drunk? No. Because no. I understand you well, use that, that might, word in all sorts of we- weird that ways. That might happen if you pissed. You may piss yourself. Usually, if somebody's on a bus and they've pissed themselves, they are pissed. Yeah, usually. <laughs> usually yeah, that's true. Usually that's true everywhere. It's true in the United States as well. That's universal, I think. If you go, yeah. if you if you went to the end of the solar system, and uh, and you you know somebody was on a bus, a space bus, and he pissed himself, he would probably be pissed himself. Yeah, Time yeah, to talk that's... about games. Yeah, anyway. let's talk about games. Well, we're not going to talk about games straight away, are we? Because <laughs> no, well, no, 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 because we we we've all been slightly naughty this week, as it was April Fool's Day, and <laughs> yeah, we did reel in a few fish. It's fair to say. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, Chinny did. Well, Chinny. Yeah, you and Chinny did. I didn't. Yeah, I got a couple of fish, and Chinny got a lot of fish. Oh, so, shall sad. we do mine first? Because mine didn't really get many fish, but it got a couple. It got, okay. One in particular we may mention again tonight as it goes. Now, if people were on the Veteran Gamers website, which is awesome, and everybody should go to it, veterangamers.co.uk, we don't have just the podcast there. People might be listening thinking, oh, the website, I don't need to go there. It's just the podcast. No, it's not, people. There's a lot of stuff on that website. You should check it out. Anyway, um, but yeah, they, anyways, might not have seen it. they would not have seen your thing, the daddy. 
Well, my thing wasn't on the veteran gamers, was it? <laughs> so they wouldn't have... So if I was loyal and they did go to the website, they wouldn't yeah. have saw it anyway. So yeah, it'd be like, what's what the point? Jesus. Because my, I, I thought I'd get the, uh, you know, the people more of my age at the three fives with a little. It was only a little something, but it was enough to reel a few people in. And basically, I put a post up in the, uh, and obviously bearing in mind it was going to be the Easter weekend and people were off work, so you know, I had some spare time to maybe play a few games. I thought, what can I put on there that would really get people going a little bit? So basically, I entitled it Battlefield Service to be turned off for two weeks, WTF. So that's what, that's what I put in there. And basically, it was only a little post, and I just put, uh, uh, Patrick Soderlund, uh, General Manager of DICE, has confirmed via Twitter that starting Good Friday at midnight, they will be turning off the Battlefield servers. Uh, this is to repair and upgrade them due to people having continuing connection issues and lag. And then I put, hell, what are people supposed to play for two weeks? I guess it's back to Modern Warfare 2. So that's all I put. So I tried to keep it brief, you know, so people didn't think too much about it. And oh, then, people were totally pawned. Well, bless him, Dana uh, sent me a, a personal message about 10 minutes after I put it up saying, Ruffle Stew, I'll back it up for you. And he put straight after my post, I saw that myself too, Stu. Two weeks is a bit much shorter. <laughs> but we will have to just wait. Good find, mate. So he actually reinforced the story that I'd put up there. Uh, and then IP, bless him. You know, so we're going to give you a couple of shout-outs tonight, IP, as it goes. Uh, but he, he wasn't happy at all. Here we go. This is what he said. What? This is ridiculous. They're turning the servers off at the start of the bank holiday weekend. Just when you think people can't get any more idiotic. I don't know about anyone else, but I haven't had a server issue for a little while. So not happy about this at all. So he, he, <laughs> he really wasn't very happy. Uh, then Spitfire Ian came in. It's a shame if this is true. I would have been one in the eye for Infinity Ward if Battlefield Bad Company 2 had kept its online user base just the same as Modern Warfare 2 as the new maps have appeared now. Uh, so, And then somebody, blessed them, realised too soon for my liking, but then put, isn't it April the 1st today? Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Busted. And then I beat came back. Oh, thank God. What a relief. I thought that it was just too ridiculous to even happen. Do you have a source, Daddy? Fingers crossed. <laughs> so he still wasn't yeah. sure. He still wasn't sure. And then Corzan came on. No. Uh, laugh my ass off. Can't believe everyone fell for that. Uh, yeah. IP came back on. Ashamed. At least I waited to today before making an idiot of myself. Spitfire Ian came back. Hang him. Hang him, I say. So they were calling for my yeah. at this point. Uh, and, lynched, buddy. I know. And then, then I got a few more saying, you know, if, if you had to put less than two weeks, I might have believed it more. So, yeah, I tried to. I probably overegged it a little bit. But yeah. we got a few. I was quite happy with the couple that I got. And I, Pete, thank you, mate, because you really, you really did uh, make my day. So thank you for that. Right, Ginny, you can describe the one that you did. All right. Well, uh, mine was uh, Apple confirms that they're getting into the console market. So I, th- I was I was just racking my brains. I didn't know what to do for April Fool's. So I thought, you know, Apple making their own console. And I really, you know, we all knew it was going to happen. And I named it the I game. And I thought, this is a terrible name. <laughs> um, no one's going to fall for this. Yeah. And I just put, it's got a 250 gig hard drive because... And now the Xbox has got a 250 gig hard drive. And then games to be released on day one include, and I just copied the list of on live, apart from Red Dead Redemption, because Red Dead Redemption's like my favourite <laughs> game. So like, we had Dragon Age Origins was going to be day one, Assassin's Creed 2, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Borderlands, Bad Company 2, and Metroid 20, uh, 2033. 
And uh, I, I just, you know, no one's going to fall for this. And they did. I'm sorry for oh, that. Yes. They did. <laughs> um, so C.P. Matthews, bless him. C.P. Matthew, not Matthews. Uh, he says, seems the old game will follow the same gaming formula as the iMac. Offer up the same old games for the same price they cost on release day. I'm a Mac fanboy, but the map, but Mac gaming equals epic fail. So, uh, <laughs> he didn't uh, like it. I peaked again. I peaked the uh, <laughs> <for it. laughs> How exciting. I don't care whether this turns out to be a success or a failure. Either way, it will be fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, in your imagination. Oh. <laughs> uh, then Duke says... Uh, I was just Duke. doing what Dana was doing, trying to keep yeah, the joke you going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't tell anyone about this. I just did this like last minute. So Duke didn't know about it. Yeah, I've never been able to count on to. Uh, I've never been able to count on games via the Mac. Perhaps the extra competition will encourage Microsoft to be a little bit more generous with the DLC, etc. Well, let's anyway. hope so. Let's hope so. Uh, let's hope that happens. And uh, Mark um, kind of puts something, you know, like he, he's a 360 fanboy or whatever, and then he. Mark was the first one to cotton on to it. He just went, hmm, uh, anybody notice the date? And, yeah. yeah. And, of course, and then, in the United States, as CP later pointed out, yes. it was still the 31st when we saw it, so it makes sense that we wouldn't check the date of the post, which exactly. was April 1st. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so there's, you know, Phil, uh, I like what Phil, Phil Thie, sorry, he put, he put, OMG, been waiting for this so long. Oh, hang on. Lol. So he did know. And yeah, school, you know, and everyone put... My favourite one, though, my favourite one, when Duke came back on again. Uh, yeah, I'm with CPM. I'm not stupid. I just don't know how to compute time zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you oh, go. Duke, bless you. Oh, stop. Bless you, mate. It was stop. very funny. Stuff. I am blessed. But you did, you did, you did put one up yourself as well, didn't you? But unfortunately, yeah, you, can't, it, you can't have two because people know. People aren't. Well, bad. people were going to know anyway. I didn't expect that people would, um, would fall for mine exactly. It was just designed to be sort of silly and fun. It was though. Uh, I'm gonna impress. Ever go to hardcasual.net? It's no. a website. You know the Onion, right? It's a satirical website, a newspaper, and they do like fake news yeah. stories and stuff. Hard yeah. Casual yeah. is like that, all for gaming. And so most of their stuff's kind of weak. I think they have kind of a far way to go. Once in a while, they do something pretty funny. So I was kind of thinking in those terms, just in terms of something that might be funny to look at and silly. And uh, it, I thought about Splinter Cell Conviction and uh, supposing somebody had broken into uh, McDonald's and done it that way and writing up the instructions on the wall, right? So, you know, I, I did some Photoshopping where people uh, – supposedly wrote on the outside of yeah. McDonald's, like, walk inside and order yeah. food. I like some of them where you put food in your mouth. That was yeah. one of the the graffitis on there. Just in case you sat in the restaurant, ordered <laughs> right. your like, Big Mac, and you just didn't know what to do with it. And there's exactly. a table. On a table, you put put food here, just in case I was going to put it on my lap. You never exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was around I was around my, my friend's house when I, when I saw this. I was, I was showing him the site, um, and I said, you know, look, this is, this is the site. And he... Uh, and I showed him this, and he's like, oh, you know, this is obviously um, something that Duke's put up. And he read it, and I didn't tell him it was an April Fool's, right? <laughs> and he was like, all oh, right, they, they're putting that up in the Illabat in, in Donalds, right? And <laughs> so I, I got says, him. Oh, hold on, hold on, all right, it gets better. I says, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> all right, 
This is <laughs> oh yeah, because this is this is the bombshell. You ready? I'm gonna drop it. Go go. He works at McDonald's. <laughs> oh no. And he said the killer. He said. I think I saw something about this in the plans. <laughs> oh, oh, they always do that. People do that, don't they? They're not nice. That's so funny. That reminds me of something that happened in class one time. I brought in a story that I had written, and I wanted my creative writing students to read it. And I didn't want them to, you know, brown nose or anything. So I didn't want them to know it was from me. I wanted honest feedback. So I told them, today we're going to read a story from Jeanette Thompson. And I said, has anybody ever heard of her? And some students like, yeah, I read a book by Jeanette Thompson. And I was like, no, you didn't, you lying jerk. There's no Jeanette Thompson. People do that, though. People, they, they want you yeah. to, to like them, don't they? And, you yeah, know. I think I saw this somewhere. Have... So I reckon you've touched on McDonald's' future plans. Possibly. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. It's going to get to that point, really. It really is. Like, It's not yeah. enough that we just say a number when we're ready to order food. I love the one you put outside the... Uh, outside. I, I'd love this. The toilet. But no, the, the one outside the... The drive-through. Tell drive the computer through. what you want to eat. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Stu, your daughter was the one quoted in the article, so. I know. I noticed that. I thought I was quite impressive. I have to say, I liked it. I liked it. It's just a little fun, silly thing, just to make people giggle. Yeah, I think we need some of that sometimes, don't you? You do need that because we do get yeah. bogged down with all the serious gaming stuff sometimes, don't you? Oh we, yeah. We do get bogged down. Anyway, oh, talking yeah. of games, let's talk some actual games, shall we? Okay. okay. Games. Right, go on, Do You can start us off this week. What have you been up to? Anything well, else? I did the Operation Anchorage Fallout DLC, finally. And it was pretty good. Uh, some people talked about all the tactics involved. Fortunately, I don't think it's very tactical. There's really two parts of the campaign. One part is you're infiltrating a Chinese uh, heavy gun station with another dude, and he basically just follows you around and shoots at anything you shoot at. And then later on, you have three other missions you have to do with a squad of people who are at your back. But mostly, you know, the only tactical information you're providing is stay here or come with me and shoot at what I shoot at. So it's not too tactical. It's uh, just it's for XP, fun. I think. That, that whole yeah. was just for XP. Right. And the weird thing about it is that you don't – I mean, they've done a good job of the DLC of making it so that, you know, if you load up with 100 million pieces of weaponry and armor and all sorts of stuff – uh, and stim packs before you start the DLC, they, they they strip you of that in many cases. Like when you do the one in the alien ship, you start off naked in the middle of the ship, right? And you have nothing. You have none of your weapons or anything. So you have to sort of start from square one. Uh, and in the simulation, it's the same thing because the whole – or in, the, in Operation Anchorage, you're doing a big simulation. So not only do you start off with just like a knife and a silenced weapon, but you also can't pick up the weapons and ammo that – the soldiers that you kill drop because they disappear instantly. So I thought it was pretty interesting. And what else have I been doing? I've been playing Modern Warfare 2 because I bought this. Boo! What? Listen, you need to speak to a psychiatrist. You've got a serious problem. You really have <laughs> got... The problem is... I figured I was going to get it eventually, and I could wait for deal of the week, but I wasn't going to bother, so I went ahead and got it. You and... were the problem that they put out this shit and I expect people to <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. know. But, I mean, let's be honest. People were going to buy it. I wasn't going to – I mean, imagine how silly and ridiculous I would feel by not buying something Modern Warfare 2 related and thinking that it was going to make some difference to the company. Don't you think that would be stupid of me to think that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the, the package has five maps, as we've said, 
Two of them are from COD 4. One of them's overgrown and one of them's oh. crashed. They're great to play on those sites again. And it's, it's just interesting to see how the new elements of the AC-130 and the, you know, different things going on uh, make the map feel a little different. But at the same time, I can tell when somebody hasn't played those maps before. Like, there's obviously people you play online who never played COD 4. So you can just own them because you know everything about those maps and you know every nook and cranny and where to hide and where all the snipers are. And it's so funny, too, because a lot of the snipers hang out together. So in Overgrown, for instance, you go to that one house that faces the river that's cut away. And you just I went in there today, and I, there were like five people in there, and none of them are looking at me. So I'm just like, stab, 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 stab. The other three maps are Salvage, which is a big garbage yard, which is kind of interesting. And then there's... Uh, uh, bailout, which is the really cool one. Storm is pretty conventional. It just feels like, you know, it kind of feels like the one that had rain on it in COD 4. Uh, but uh, Bailout's my favorite because it's an apartment complex and there's a lot of different terrain. There's like this uh, swimming pool area and then there's this, you know, there's a bunch of uh, like recreation houses and stuff. So uh, that's my favorite map of the new uh, package. My, my brother, my brother's bought them and uh, he came around today and I was looking at some of them. And that yeah. bailout looked really good, actually. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I mean, the, the thing, the nice thing about it is that none of the maps have struck me as being really crappy. Whereas in the COD Four map pack, you know, like Creek was yeah. bad. I didn't like Chinatown. Creek was terrible. Oh, yeah, I so I felt like I really got Creek, my... I think universally, Creek, everyone hated Creek. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like none of them are really irritating me at this point. So, and they have something kind of cool, which is uh, there's a special stimulus area on the menu now for picking which game type you're going to play so you go to this stimulus area and there's also a hardcore stimulus area uh you can play just the new maps with a variety of game types so i did that for a little bit until i realized that search and destroy and sabotage are not my game modes because i really suck at those and they were really stressful i thought headquarters was stressful oh my god search and destroy man you don't respawn so it's just like i gotta stay alive yeah scary yep (sighs) and then the only other thing i've been playing is uh i mean battlefield back helping two whoop and uh, I finally played the Darksiders demo because I was looking at... Oh, and I played Hawks. Have I talked about Hawks yet? No. I played this stoked... Okay, so I sold some games, and then I got... I was looking around, and I was like, eh, Mass Effect 2, I don't think I'm ready to take that on yet, and who knows what else. And I should have bought a game at the beginning of the week because I had the week off. Woo, spring break. Anyway, uh, uh, I didn't really want to get anything that I was looking at, and then I saw this snowboarding game called Stoked, and I was like, that could be fun, you know, going down a mountain and just sort of goofing around on the mountain. No, you know what? Skateboarding, <laughs> snowboarding, these games are not for me. I tried Tony Hawk once upon a time. It's all just so complicated at this point. Even skate, which is supposed to be sort of nuanced, you know, like doing things with the sticks. No, it's far too, I don't know. I just, this is just not my cup of tea. I'm not good at it, and it's too frustrating. And the snowboarding game was exactly the same way. So I went back. And this is at the really cool shop in town where you can take stuff back the next day and they'll charge you like 3 or $4 just to restock it and give you most of your money back, which is really cool. Uh, so I traded it in and got Hawks, uh, Tom Hawks. Hawks, which everybody was playing about a year ago. So that's my life. And it's fun. I, I also think that flying games are not my thing, but whatever. It's a nice change of pace, something a little different. Uh, so if anybody's still playing Hawks, you can, uh, I don't know, holler at me. Maybe we do some co-op missions or something. And I saw Darksiders, and I was like, maybe I should play Darksiders. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I played the demo, and there's things I like about it. But overall, I felt like I actually gave up on the demo. I was probably close to finishing it, but I just couldn't figure out what to do. And I was like, you know what, I don't care, and it shouldn't be this complicated to figure out what to do. And nah. I was just going to say, can I, can I just bring us back round to the, the Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, go ahead. Because... 
we we had some issues, didn't we, with that? If you bought it straight away, I didn't have any issues. No, you I didn't, because you didn't buy it day oil. one, did you? Did you buy it day one? Nope. Well, then you wouldn't have the issues, would you? Then because you had well, to. Buy that's it why day... I never buy anything day one. Okay, people who bought it day one, basically, you had to have a patch to run the new maps. Yes. But they released the DLC, and then they released the patch the following day. So basically, if you download, <laughs> uh, so if you downloaded it straight away. It didn't work. Should not be so excited. See, that's the way I look at all technology. I never buy anything first generation. I wait for the first iteration of things publicly to turn up all the problems and bugs and glitches and screw-ups, and then I'll go and buy it second time around, third time around, whatever. But, I mean, come on. I mean, God, that is just... How the hell did Microsoft manage to do that, really? I mean, that is is unbelievable that they managed to release... You know, the map pack and then the patch after it. So when you went to try and play it, no one could get into any multiplayer games at all. Yeah, you know, it just sort of, it, it basically didn't work. It was just broken until yep. they did it all out. And then they had to unravel it all and they had loads of issues trying to get it all sorted out. And it's just like, oh my God. I mean, I mean, what do you think about that, Ginny? How can Microsoft do something as stupid as that? Microsoft are always doing stupid things like that. And PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, and they always do stupid. They, 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 that always happens. Like, with the Fable 2 co-op thing, I'm, just, I'm looking at Fable 2 now. I just that that thing come to mind. Like co-op's going to be a big part of the Fable 2 game, and then they patched it in. They, they always do dumb things. I think Duke's right. You you should never really buy the first lot of consoles, the first lot of you know, especially with Battlefield games. You know, to buy it and expect to play it day one because they they don't work properly, and that's just the nature of the beast, I'm afraid. And and it should, and and they totally should. So people saying you pay that money and you should get it should get it working day one. Yeah, it totally should, but it doesn't. And we, we see it time and time again. But we're always prepared to accept it, aren't we? Move on and we go, oh, well, that was fine. It didn't matter. Well, what are we going to do? Are we going to sue them? Well, no, not so, sue them. That's, that's but... the only thing that... Well, I mean, I'm not asking that in jest. Like, that, I think, is the only thing that companies, especially in the United States, I don't know about overseas, but, you know, in the United States, companies don't really care what people think because they can spin it with public relations Spin. I mean, talking talking of suing, that does remind me of something else that I wasn't really going to talk about, but I'll mention it now that you mentioned suing. But apparently there's a lot of people deciding to sue Sony for releasing the 3.21 update on the on the PS3. Apparently there's people yeah, yeah taking them to court. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, that is, mean, this, is this the thing that makes Linux impossible? It is. Yeah. So you don't want to mess up. You don't want to tick off the Linux community. Cause a lot of them are lawyers, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, but whatever. I don't know. Get it on your computer. Like Why do you need it on your PS3? Yeah, anyway? I know it seems pretty dumb, but yeah, it's a restriction of our freedom. See, and here's the thing, man. If there was some sort of like government regulation left in this country, then maybe they would be able to say to Microsoft, "Hey, you know, you can't put it. This pe- you can't put. You can't take people's money for something unless it's ready to go." And then they could get involved. But no, because there isn't any of that. People feel like lawsuits are the only way that they can get through to companies. So there you go. There you go. Um. Yeah, Chini, what have you been up to? Done anything exciting? Have you have you actually played the uh, the Splinter Cell demo yet? No, of course not. not. It's not gold. I'm not gold. Why, why are you still not gold? <laughs> because I have like 500 <laughs> months worth of 48 hour code. Yeah, yeah. Well, CP gave me a 48 hour code, right? Well, why don't you put and... one of those in and download it? Okay, it doesn't work. That, it doesn't work. You have to be actually gold. Because yeah. uh-huh. when you put in a 48-hour card, you're not actually gold. You're, you're just fool's gold. Yeah, uh-huh. you're just... Bo- nice. Uh, you're just borrowing online multiplayer play for a little bit. 
but you're not actually uh, gold. Anyway, yeah, um, CP gave me a 48-hour card, right? And for some reason, it lasted for like three days. And I, I don't know if it's lasted <laughs> It's because he's magic. I know, but I haven't tried it again. But yeah, it, it lasted three days. What about when you're at your mate's house? Why don't you be like, hey, let me play this Winter Cell demo here? Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Just, I don't know. Do I don't it know. now. We'll wait. Actually, he's silver as well, so there you go. <laughs> uh, are you... Are you... That you're not gonna like it when you play. Is that is it like a reluctance because of that? Because of, no, you know? it's because I'm not gold. <laughs> no, I just wanted like when you're saying about. No, we have to get to the real heart of the matter. You know. Uh, no. Uh, so I haven't played that. I'll get round to it. I'll get round to it. Um, yeah. What have I been playing? I played God of War three. Done that. What all of it? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ahead of you. Are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm. I'm up to the bit. Where a little bit of spoilers here, but you, you know that that guy who lives in Hades, that like one with a big eye. I've yeah, killed yeah, Kronos. yeah. Killed Kronos. Yeah. Um, kicked his ass. That old guy, he's like a toolmaker. Yeah, he yeah. Did those, like Nemesis blades. Yep. Killed him. And now. I'm oh yeah, the... I haven't got that far yet. I've just done. That. I think I'm on Kronos. I mean, that's who yeah, I'm. I've Some killed. Other words and then, there's uh, there's these gardens. Uh, um, the Olympic Gardens, and that it's all about optical illusions and stuff, and it's really cool. Uh, there's some puzzle stuff to that. Uh, yeah, that's really well done. So I'm, I'm well into that now. Yeah, I, it's awesome. Uh, oh, you like? Yeah, I, I love it. But it, I mean, the story again, it's taking a backseat. You know, like second game. I, I prefer the first one for story. Like the first God of War was uh, told the story better. Um, but I mean, it just you do just dribble at how good this game looks. It looks amazing. Uh, and, you know, the first act that you were talking about, uh, Stu, you know, where you're just, like, riding... You're on the back of, like, a... Uh, a what's she called? That? I have it's no like, idea. Titan? Is it one of the Titans? It's, yeah, you're on one of the Titans, and she's she's climbing up a mountain. So you, you're on the back of this Titan while, while, climbing a mount, while she's climbing a mountain, and um, Poseidon, the, the you know, the god of the sea... He's attacking you at the same time, and you know it's just it's just madness. Uh, but it's very well done, and it, it, the the camera goes right up close, and the detail is brilliant. And then the camera goes all the way back, and Kratos is like two pixels on the screen sometimes, and you just think you know, like, and everything still looks great. Do you know and what amazes me when he does that? You can still control him perfectly. Yeah. And you can see still, all these stuff flashing. And it's tiny. I, I think I think this is like kind of what they've always wanted to do with God of War. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've, I mean, I've played all of them recently, and they all pretty much feel the same. And I think they they were just really ambitious with the first God of War. And I mean, I, I'm sick of going to Hades because it's hell, right? And uh, uh, I, I, you go there in every game, but it looks it's so good. And when you think back uh, of God of War one. This is probably what they were trying to do with it, you know? And it just didn't look like that at all, and now they can make it look that good. And I, I don't know how they would have done the first act in God of War 1. I just, they just couldn't have done it. But, I mean, fighting Kronos was just amazing. Just, I mean, like, you you pull his fingernail off, and then yeah, you have to climb that. on his finger, and then jump on his other hand, and then, you know, go inside of him, and then cut him open again, and then go back out, and... You're hanging off his hand, and then you're walking on his hand, and then you're running up his arm. It's 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 amazing. It's the, the game does so many things that no other game has ever done. 
Uh, it's just a shame that the story doesn't doesn't uh, isn't as present as the first one because the story's pretty good. You just have to kind of look for it, you know. Yeah. It's good though. It's I mean, if you got a PS3, you have to buy it. There you go. You, know, well, you have to buy it or rent it. Right, I've rented it, but you have to play it. Okay, that's better. You have to you have to play it. I don't think you can get much better recommendation than that, really, can you? Brilliant. It's a brilliant game. There you go. It is, and it is. I'm, I'm literally. It's not far. Wouldn't I? I don't think either of us are too far from the end, and you're obviously even nearer. No, I think we got a couple of hours left. I think we got like a good couple of hours left. I'm definitely ahead of you. Yeah, de- well, you definitely are. No, you are because I'm in the, in the middle yeah. of fighting Kronos, which I tried. Yeah, well, Kratos, Kratos hasn't died in yours, has he? So, spoiler. No, I'm only joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Uh, April Fools be like very funny. But, yeah, there you go. There you that's go. that's pretty much it. I'm bad company. Been playing a little bit of that. Um, yeah, I played more of the single player actually. That bad company. So how are you and finding it? It's all right. It's just I think uh, we asked uh, CP how he thought of it, and yeah, he was right. You know, it doesn't do anything amazing, but it's it's decent. It's okay. There is one level where it's they open it up, so they give you three objectives, and you can go to them. Like however way you want, and they're kind of like mini mini levels, and they're good. They they were pretty good. I like that level, but the rest of the levels are just standard run through, do this, do that. Yeah. So it's okay. It does the job, but the the multiplayer's where that company where shines. Yes. I mean, as as for me, I I've been playing uh, Mass Effect Two again a little bit. Mm. Um, I'm about twenty three hours into it now. About twenty-two. I'm oh, talking about um, sex in games. Have you? Oh, had yeah. sex? Got a war three. I have. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did do that. Yeah. Just. Wow. As you walk in, she's having a threesome with two other women. She is. And that, that that game actually, like, got a war. Did a good job of kind of. I mean, it's got sex and violence in it and stuff, but it's not in your face all the time. Got a war. Got a war three. That there's a princess right, and she's just topless. Like her boobs are just hanging out for no reason. And I, I and I, I thought anybody who says like God of War should be put on this pedestal and Dante's Inferno is just being you know sex and violence for sex and violence sake. God of War Three is a little bit like that, you know. Like th- there's a bit of that in God of War Three, I think. So I, I, yeah, don't give God of War Three a, a free ticket. Well, a, a, a bit of it. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. but only people a say, bit. People say, oh, people put God of War on this pedestal where like, oh. It, yeah, it's got violence in it, but it's it's so good. Well, from what I hear, Dante's Inferno is not a bad game, but it's just like gratuitous. But God of War is as well, and the first one was the the first one was the most tasteful one, right? Yeah. You know, you do again, you do have sex at the start of the, the the first God of War, but you know, he's on a ship. What else is he gonna do? You know, <laughs> fish? You're gonna fish? You're gonna have sex Watch with the whales. two women in your bedroom? Of course you have. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, but I just think two and three are just. Could sing a jaunty sea chanty. But anyway, Stu, Mass Effect Two. Have you yeah, had sex yeah. with anyone? Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't yet. Although I'm working. I'm not interested it. then. Who cares? But, but I'm not being funny, right? <laughs> that that game is a proper tease. Um, because you'll talk to the female members of the crew, right? And it'll almost like you're gonna get there. You know, you think uh-huh. sort of gives you the impression that you know on the next bit of the conversation you're gonna you know get to do to do as it were. Um, oh. But then, but then they just go back to the standard replies again. And it's like, oh. so you've got, you've really got to work at it, man. There's nothing handy to you on the plate. That's for oh. sure. I mean, I've I've been trying with quite a few different, uh, 
you know, crew members just to see how it goes. Is uh, this some sort of insight into your real life relationships as well? Like, I bought you a freaking Big Mac. What do you want? I know. I mean, Are we gonna do the do now? Look. Yeah. yeah. Is that what I did there? Is that what I did? <laughs> so what I did. Uh, he says. So what I did. Uh, what you mean? Unbuckle your trousers. Yeah. So what I did. But they do that. They do that. And or they'll go. They'll say something like, uh, "Commander Shepard, I, I think this is inappropriate." You know, so you'll sort of you'll be getting there, and then they'll sort of shut you down. Yeah, uh, it's just like real life. It's <laughs> just like real life. But I'm trying. I'm getting there. But yes, I'm I'm busily working through all the personal missions. You know, each crew member that you pick up has a. No, we don't know. Like, Stu. Don't I know. I can't believe neither of you two have played this. I've got it's it. Just, it's possession. It really amazes me. But each each member of your crew has their own little backstory, and you basically have a mission to complete on their behalf as you go through the games, and they've all been really cool, really varied, really impressive. Yeah, I've, I've really, and I've, I think Jax is the one I've, I've enjoyed the most, just because she's such a, a badass character, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that she's got a man's name, you know, speaks volumes, really, but she's very, she she basically is covered in tattoos and just has straps for, you know, to cover her nipples up, and that's that's about it, really. Yeah, doesn't need a bra. She's definitely hardly any anything in the breast department. Uh, but her her sort of backstory mission was really cool, and I really enjoyed it. It was very good. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. You know what? I, and I just keep going back and playing a bit here and there. I mean, funnily enough for me, and I think it's just due to the sheer volume of games that have come out this year. When I when I played the first one, I literally played that and nothing else until I'd finished it. And um, this one, I've sort of kept being distracted by other stuff appearing on the horizon and going, oh, need to go and play that now. Oh, need to go and play that now. And yeah, so I just I just sort of keep going back, but I need to get back into it properly. You say. So I'm going to try and get God of War finished off this week. And once I've done that, I'll, I'll try and get back to Mass Effect 2. Uh, but I also finished another game this week. I'm doing quite well this year for finishing games. Uh, yeah, I finished Red Steel 2. And I got to the end of that and got that finished off, really. And that, do you know, it was it was quite a lengthy game. As I said, it probably was about eight to nine hours. So it was fairly lengthy for a, a Wii game. Um, but you could tell it was a Wii game. It had limitations. And I think Why? that was... You don't it, say. No, but just silly things, you know, which is obviously a, a, an issue with the, with the platform, I would think. Don't I don't say. know. Or lazy development, but... Every safe house looked identical, no matter what part of town you were in. So whichever part of the town, it was the exact same rooms. Well, think about it. If you're making a game like that for the Wii, aren't you inclined to think, eh, how many people are really going to play this? Why? I mean, how much are they going to expect from the graphics? Let's just cut the corners, make every safe house the same. Yeah, but they can't think like that, because obviously this investing all that money in developing a game, they want it to be successful, don't they? So they can't yeah, say that. But if they if they get through if they get through the development to the point where they're supposed to be developing other safe houses and then they look at the returns of other hardcore games and they go ah they're not doing too well on the Wii we better just cut the budget now and just make it quick and get it out you know I don't actually think that at all because so many other parts of the game were so well done they you did know, that before the other hardcore games started coming out. I have no idea. All I can tell you is is the rest of the game was pretty well done. The the gun. The fact you've got a gun is almost irrelevant in some respects. The, you you can use a gun, but it is nowhere near near as effective as the sword that you've got. And that's what you tend to do most of the game with. Is like sword. Devil May Cry, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Is very much like that. 
Um, but I've got to say, all the special moves worked really well on the whole. There was a couple of instances where it didn't seem quite as intuitive or as smooth as it should be, but uh, but on the whole, it worked really well. And yeah, the, the the final boss fights weren't particularly difficult. I didn't die once in the final boss fights, which was a bit of a shock. I died more coming towards them because you got areas where you had three or four really bad, you know, big bad dudes who were really hard to kill at the same time. But the actual boss fights at the end weren't that difficult. But I liked the ending. I thought it was a really cool way to end. And it, it did feel like a Western. It did feel very much like a Western. Would you recommend people renting it or buying definitely. it? Definitely. If you've, if you've got a Wii, I would definitely recommend it just purely for the for the one-to-one sword stuff, which isn't massively brilliant, but it's much better than anything else you'll you'll play on there as far as a, a proper game goes. And I hate using that, like saying it's a proper game on the Wii, but it sort of is. And it's probably one of the best ones out there, really. Um, but yeah, I've, I thought it was really cool. And it had some great finishing moves. You know, when you do sort of kill the baddies, there's some great finishing moves to be had. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Really, really good. It all felt very better fluid. Than Mad World? Is it better than, better than Mad World? Possibly, yes, because I think it's a little bit more reactive than Mad World was. You know, you actually feel what you're trying to execute actually happens on screen. I think what was particularly funny, there's like a thrust move where you obviously jab the Wii remote forwards in a thrusty movement, obviously. But I found myself taking an extra step in the living room like that would make any difference on screen. You know, and I think that was... And and a couple of times when I was in a really big battle with, say, six or seven at the same time, and I hadn't even realised I'd found I'd moved probably three or four feet across the living room without even realising I'd moved. You know, because I was getting so sort of swinging the Wii remote around all over the yeah, place. That can only be a good thing, I suppose. You're getting immersed and stuff. Yeah, you do. You do. It's good. It's definitely worth a rental. If you've got a Wii, just give it a whirl because it's definitely I'll worth having a look at. Stick it on my rental list, man. Stick it on your rental list and tell us what you stick think. Stick it on it? your rental list. It, 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 it's like I say, it's very, it's very Borderlands-ish. You know, the graphics look fine. There's no issues with any, and the animation's great. It, it's, it's okay. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and that's really mm. about it for me this week. I don't think I really played anything else apart from those. Oh, I did play something else that I've just remembered. The Mega Man 10 demo. Mega Man 10. Mega Man oh, 10. yeah, I played that. Yeah, what did you think then? Uh, it felt exactly like the Mega Man 3 game that drove me crazy when I was in middle school. Yeah, I mean, is it really? It's changed not at all in the last ten years. Is there really a place for this sort of game? That's now? why people love it, though. People yeah, love that game. Is, I think for people who like these games, and I used to like them, I think people would expect it to be exactly the same, and they're going to get exactly what they hope. So if you've ever liked a Mega Man game and you're hoping to get more of the same, this is it, man. Go get it because it's man. I do, I don't get that at all. I really don't. I sort of played it. And Some I was people like, love this though. It's just sprites. Some people <laughs> love it. Like they absolutely love it. They must do. They really yeah. must. Because I really didn't. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I turned it off. That was pretty oh. much. It for it's me. not for everyone, but I'm sure. Yeah, you know, if you like Maggot Man, go knock yourself out. Good for you. Yeah, I think uh. you should do that. Um, right, what we'll do, we'll we'll obviously do the indie picks for this week, and then when we come back, we'll have a chat about that, and then we've got. Quite a bit of stuff for the middle of the show, so yeah, let's do that now. Sweet. This is Michael Cugley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. This week I'll be looking at two platformers, Toby's Vertical Adventure and another game in the Arcado series, Pixel. 
Toby's Vertical Adventure is by Ratio Active, and uh, it's it's a definite departure from a lot of the other platformers I've played on the on the service. It's definitely not the standard fare where you're just jumping um, on platforms and going through levels. There definitely seems to be an actual goal here. And I actually, when I started playing, I mistook it for another game because it had a lot of similar mechanics in it. So not that anybody would have played Spelunky before, but if you have, uh, you may mistake this game for uh, Spelunky Clone, uh, which is an indie game on the PC. And I'm going to stress as much as I possibly can, this is not Spelunky. In fact, the developer himself actually made a comment about this is not Spelunky, and he doesn't want people to think it's Spelunky. But if you play that game, you will find a lot of the mechanics very similar, like you use a rope and some other stuff is very similar. The main difference between this game and Spelunky is Spelunky, you're just going to the bottom of the level and you're, you're done and then you go to the next section. In this one, it actually goes both ways. You go to the bottom of the level, and then everything goes all Indiana Jones, and everything starts falling apart, um, and you have X amount of time to get out of the level. So you kind of you kind of have two paths uh, when you go into a level. You have the going down, and then you have the going back up. And uh, it, it, it's definitely uh, cool in, in one way, because the level changes when you're going back up, because parts of the level will fall apart, and so it'll be more dangerous, and it'll be more importantly different than what when it was when you're going down mostly because you have to go up quicker than you you did go down you have as much time as you want to go down uh but you only have so much to go up and, and there's definitely some stuff about this game i don't like to get out there and and the main thing i don't like about this game is it's very slow paced and what i mean by that is character moves very very slow i don't know why the developer honestly made the character this slow it's like mind-numbing and so it drives me crazy because i love fast but precise platformers and and this game definitely goes against my grain despite the fact being very high quality i consider this a very polished title i really i, I absolutely don't agree with the uh, pacing of the game and other than that it's, it's a really sharp game uh by the time you get to like the second or third level it starts to get really difficult it's, it's not an easy game and uh yeah it's, it's not too expensive but it's not too cheap at 240 microsoft points Okay, and the other game I'm going to be looking at is the third entry in the Arquito series called Pixel with an exclamation point. And uh, I don't really know what to say about this one. This is actually your standard fair platformer in almost the most basic sense. The art style is very quirky and it definitely does grab you. It, it seems very retroish, but very overly retroish. It doesn't seem like pixel graphics it actually seems like led graphics and i've i can't really say i've seen that done before and definitely not in the indie game service so it's definitely got it got its own unique look and they're and the pixels are what they call chunky so they're big and you know they're very obviously uh pixelated and the whole game is like that and it seems to to be more focused on um you know just making you go through and explore and uh just you know basic standard fair platforming stuff um and i found some neat stuff in there like uh you know like moving through walls and stuff the kind of stuff that they don't really do that much anymore because i guess there's not really a point so there is kind of a you know a reason to mess around with stuff and try to find stuff that you otherwise wouldn't if you didn't uh, mess around while exploring in the level and you're playing a little cat and, and and you're going through this world and you're you know collecting this stuff and there's treasure chests that you can access 
by going through these little secret areas and it's it's all very quirky and it, it falls in very well with the rest of the Artidio series they're definitely making a name for themselves as putting out quality stuff and this may be arguable but I, I think they're putting out some pretty good stuff uh, compared to pretty much anything in the uh, indie game service and uh, yeah it's definitely worth checking out maybe you guys listening to the podcast will like it um, also this game is going to be 240 points so yeah definitely uh, check them both out because they're definitely both got their own quirks I'm not really going to say anybody should go out and buy these immediately but definitely check them out because you're really not going to see stuff with this kind of polish coming out of the service that often and I should know because I'm checking them out on a daily basis so yeah definitely worth checking them out okay Juke Stop. I think we can all agree that Quanrian needs to say definitely and check it out more often because he doesn't say those things enough. He really needs to step it up. Um, what games? Thoughts about the games? I thought the the uh the vertical adventure thing was meh. I wasn't impressed by it. The graphics were fun. Uh, at first I felt like it was pretty intuitive, but it had some platforming issues. You, you sort of um. I found myself pushing the button and sort of moving my torso a little bit to try to help the dude up. You know how you do when there's a game where it looks like you're not going to make it over the jump? And that happened a lot. And you just sort of barely make it to the top of the little cliff you're trying to get to, and then you have to kind of nudge your dude up and over. And that was annoying. And I had to do several parts repeatedly, and that was frustrating. And, uh, yeah, I just it didn't leave a good taste in my mouth. But the other one, the pixel game, the Arquito game, was really, really fun. I had a good time with it. It was simple. It was clean. It was intuitive. You, everything made sense, and it moves quickly, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I might buy it. I haven't bought it but because uh, I don't know that I would play a whole game like that, but uh, I did have a good time playing it. So I might buy it just to show them, hey, good for you for making a decent game. Yeah, no, I have to agree. What about you, Chini? Uh, I only played one of them. Because I'm a noob. I played the He's Pixel cool one. cool to play both of them. Yeah. Uh, I played the Pixel one. What's it called? Yeah, Aikido Series 3. It's called there Pixel. Pixel. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Which is weird, because I don't like cats. Go figure. Uh, you play a cat. Um, yeah, so I liked it. Everything that Duke said. You know, it's simple, it's nice. And it's also funny. Um, one of the... You have to read the signs for the tutorial. And yeah. one of the signs is... Remember to read the signs because they have important information. Except for this <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, I like that one. But then I saw the price. A little bit overpriced for me. Uh, I, I would have bought it. I thought, I might buy this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this. And then it's 240 and uh, I thought, again, you know, how long am I going to play those types of games? Yeah. I've got, you know, other games that I want to play. And this is just going to be in the way. I've, I've still got arcade games that I haven't played yet. So do I really want to fill up the back catalog? If I had nothing else to play... Uh, I guess I would pick it up, but it was just a little bit overpriced and a little bit too much, you know, too many games to play. So I guess it, it's not a bad game. I, I, I did quite like it. Yeah, no, I have to agree. I'd, yeah, Tobes, Tobes, I don't know, it's Tobes or Toby, Tobes, Tobes Vertical Adventures. I have to agree with you, Duke. I, you know, you sort of you cling to the top of a ledge. And then you'd press A by mistake because you're thinking you're going to pull yourself up and then he jumps back off it again. And Yeah, yeah it you're wasn't... to just let him pull himself yeah, up. Yeah, it was very... Heck, yeah, and then you sort of jump to get on the, the edge of a ledge and he'd bounce off it instead. 
Yep. Yeah, I didn't think it was very intuitive at all. I didn't really like that at all. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the the pixel I really liked. I thought it was a very cool little game. I thought compared to Mega Man 10, I enjoyed that way more. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Mega Man 10, how much was that? 800 points? Something. Yeah, you yeah. know, I know where I'd that's, rather put my points. That's a good point, yeah. I'd probably rather play Pixel than uh, Mega yeah. Man 10. Yeah, interestingly enough. But it reminded me of the, of the Tamagotchis. That's what I thought of instantly. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, it does a bit. You know, back in the day with the, the pixels. And I just thought it was a really cool art style. And I love the, you know, the neon brightness of it. I thought it yeah. was a really cool looking game. And yeah, yeah I really liked it. I, I may purchase it as well. I'm not decided yet, but I may. Okay. I mean, it's just a case of there's too much stuff to play. And, it's, yeah. you know, the price just kind of went, ah, forget it. You know, just yeah. just, just that little extra on the price just made me do that. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's I good. Think... It's good, though. If you've got nothing else to play, you know, if you've got... If you haven't got a massive backlog like I have, and you know you like playing little indie games and platforming games, definitely you know check it out. It's, uh, I'm sending like one right now. Check it out. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, check it out. Definitely. Yeah, I think what was interesting for me was you know we had two platform games, and it was very easy to tell which was the superior one in my opinion between the two. You know, mm. um, and and it just goes to show as well. Sometimes less is more. You know, because you sort of, you know, game developers try to overcomplicate the games and go, and you can do this, and you can do this, and this you can do also. You know, but sometimes you just want something simple, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think a lot of the retro games have a high appeal, is because they have a basic concept, and they're executed well, and that's all you need, you know? Yeah, I just need so some if a game. Simplicity. I think if someone's going to make a game for the indie games, they need to do, like your doodles are bugged. I think one of the reasons that game is magnificent is because it is a simple concept, and it's done well. So decide what your concept's going to be, and make sure you take the time to do it right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good piece of advice, isn't it? You listening, uh, developers? Sound piece of advice, yeah. You're hired. As, yeah. Chini, as Chini says, come closer, developers, and listen to what I've got to say. Right. So there you go. So that's the key. Make it simple but effective. There you go. Um, right, let's move on to some actual other stuff. Other All right. Stuff. Um, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Alan Wake because that's my next, uh, you know, can't wait for a game on the horizon. Yeah, that's your next heavy rain. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you've got to get excited about something, haven't you? Yeah, but I don't get excited about anything. Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> you liar. Um, but yeah, basically, um, yeah, Alan Wake, uh, there's some stuff come out this week that the DLC, and they've talked a little bit about this DLC in the past, you know, saying it's going to be episodic and it fits in with the way the game's structured and all this sort of stuff, uh, which we obviously heard off Heavy Rain as well, but I haven't been impressed with the taxidermist. And uh, and I can't really see that impressing me at all going forward unless they did, do something Didn't really they say good. they were going to do one every week? for? Yeah, uh, that, I heard that ages ago, but that's definitely not happened, does it? So no. I don't know about that at all. I'm not, uh, I'm not convinced. Well, I haven't got Heavy Rain anymore, so... Forget you, DLC Heavy Rain. Although, to be fair, the first piece only came out on the 1st of April, but I haven't heard any others being announced. So That's because everyone thought uh, it was an April Fool's joke. Surely they wouldn't release any more stuff for that dumb game. Yeah, it just seems weird. Duke, are you going to get the DLC for Heavy Rain? <laughs> yeah, you're going to get that, What Duke. do you think? Actually, you still need the game to play it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't even got that. I could just get um, it and look at it. It would probably be as much fun. Well, basic, basically... Uh, Oskari Hakkinen. Hakkinen. I'm trying to hopefully pronounce his name. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Uh, basically, he said, when you get Alan Wake in your hands, 
Uh, you can think of this as season one. So when we get the first game, season one, uh, that's what we're going to get. Um, and we'll have a satisfactory and conclusive ending, uh, but we'll leave some doors open and we've planned for a bigger story arc. Uh, we thought of DLC, which would be more of a bridge between season one and season two, uh, should this first part be a success. You can think of the DLC as a Christmas special, something that will give you a different perspective on the stuff you've played in season one. So, so what do you think of that then? I'll tell you what I think. Give us the fucking game first, <laughs> please. Have, uh, like, okay, sorry, okay. Alan Wake has been in the making for 10 to 20, 15 years or something, and we just want to play it. So, yeah, DLC would be great. And a Christmas, it sounds interesting. Don't get me wrong, it sounds interesting. But please, don't talk about DLC before the game's out, especially if your game is Alan Wake. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I, just, just a rule for all games, don't talk about DLC before the game's out, you know. Just just think about that later, or talk about it later, announce it publicly later, but Alan yeah, really? Wake, the game that he's just, you know, it's like saying, yeah, Duke Nukem Forever, it's definitely going to have DLC. <laughs> you know, like, no one cares, just give us the game, obviously that's not coming in. And anymore, if we haven't built up hype in your audience yet, this isn't yes. going to do it anyway. Exactly. Like when Borderlands come out, and everyone went, this game's great, where's the DLC? And I went, it's coming. That's, you know, Fallout 3 did the same thing. The, yeah. Just don't, it's too early, man. I think I think what amazes me about this is sort of when are they going to release this DLC Christmas 2003 to give them enough time to bridge the gap between disc one and disc two, you know, which is probably going to come out, I don't know, 2015. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, when is, when is this going to come out anyway? Even if they did do a second season, because I don't even know how to describe this, even if you do the second season, when is that likely to ever come out? You know, well, hopefully they they'll get it out quicker. I mean, like Army of Two took ages to come out. I remember, you know, and they they knocked out a second Army of Two pretty quick. So yeah, I think that's, once they... that's a really bad comparison because both of those games were terrible, and now that also, makes... yeah, I know, I know. But like, I'm just thinking, you know, when you've got your engine established and you know you've got feedback out there and stuff, it's probably a little bit easier to make the game. But yeah, it's just too premature for me. I just just give us the game, tell us about the game. And let us worry about DLC later. I mean, what about you, Duke? Are you even interested in this? I mean, is this something you're looking forward to, or are you just not bothered? Uh, I'm not really bothered. I mean, I'll probably play it at some point, but I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to wait to see what people say first. I'm not going to go buy it on opening day. I'm not going to... I probably won't buy it new. Like, if I play it, you know, I'll probably play it when it's when I find it used for, you know, 20 bucks or so. So what if everyone's saying it's like the best game ever? Would you would that? Well, that'll obviously up it on my urgency list. But so far, I'm just. Meh. Yeah, I we'll don't see. know. I mean, I'm I'm still looking forward to this, and you know, like I've said before, it was the reason I bought my 360 all that time ago, thinking it was coming out imminently. How stupid I was. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I like the idea of this, and I think it could be pretty cool if it, if they pull it off correctly. But. You know, we've heard these sorts of things before, and they never, they never live. Away. You know, we know what Peter Molyneux's like for you know over-egging stuff. And yeah, thank making, God he's not making Alan Wake. I know, <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, you know, making stuff sound like it's going to be the coolest thing. Although he could have have some actual influence on this, couldn't he? Because he is the uh, what's his title now, director for European Microsoft or something. Mm, something to do with Microsoft. So this surely comes under that window, you know, under that sort of banner. Because it's obviously being developed in Europe. Yeah, I don't think he's like 
calling the shots over there. I'm you sure never know, he might be going round there going, you need co-op. Great co-op, that works. Let's patch co-op in at the last <laughs> minute. <laughs> oh no, help us. Help us all. Um, so yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Let's hope it works out as great. As what I think, Duke, so. I think that your hopes for this game, Duke, is where Heavy Rain was like a, a quick time event game, this yeah. is definitely an action game. So I, I think that may... Uh, yeah, but my problem with Heavy Rain didn't have much to do with quick time. It had to do, I mean, that, there was some problem with that, obviously, but mostly it was the story. So I'm going to wait to see what people say about the story of Alan Wake. Because that's... That, correct me if I'm wrong. They're also saying that Alan Wake's going to have a great story that's going to be amazing and awesome, right? Apparently. Yeah, they are. Let's get this straight now so I don't have any false delusions when I play it and go, what the hell is that? There you go. Who knows? Oh, games. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, Just Cause 2 has released now. You know, yes, that's finally out of the back. yet? No, Still? I keep thinking about it. Just not Still got it. No, I keep thinking about it, but... I just can't bring. I went right. This is no other I actually went. I took took Red Steel two back, and I thought, yeah, should I rent it? And then I just didn't. You know, I did think about it, but I also picked up a bargain. So I'm going to be playing that next. That's my next game. Uh, it's I, called a bargain, or is that no, no, no? I picked up a bargain. It was cheap. Oh, I picked, right. picked up a cheap brand new game. It was cheap as chips. It, it was cheap as chips. It was. I picked up um, Dark Siders. <laughs> oh wow! There you go. I paid twenty-two pounds from Tesco. Huh. Twenty-two quid. Not hey, bad. if you want to talk about bargains that we picked up, I uh, uh, Crackdown got got that. Well, the original Crackdown. Yeah. No, oh, we yeah, got Crackdown, crackdown two. two already. Well, yeah. I was thinking, but yeah, but actually, he got Crackdown three already. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect you know that to be expensive. I mean, how much? Two quid, three quid. Yeah, it was uh, three fifty, I think. Well, there you go. Well, that's that's funny to play it again. But that's not like Dark Side, it's a game that's not been out long, less than half price. Robert Berra, so in your face. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. Anyway, talking to Just Cause Two, um, they've actually released a site for all the statistics in the game, so what people have done. Ah, so I thought we'd play. Read of, these out. I thought I'd play a bit of a guessing game. Okay, oh, okay. here we go. Here we go. So this is on the 360. First of all, what is the longest that someone's driven in kilometers in the game? So, come on, have a guess. He's in kilometres. 500 miles. 500 miles. Well, he's in kilometres. not in kilometres. Come on! I don't do kilometres. Well, it's about, there's about, you know, it's about two-thirds of a mile to a kilometre. Stupid. No, that's not right, is it? It's about one and a half kilometres to a mile. Yeah. Duke, you go. I'm trying to work out. I don't know. 300. 300? Ginny? Yeah, it's rubbish. Uh, is this the quiz already? No. <laughs> All right. Well, then just hold tell on. us. Hold on, hold on. Uh, 804.672 kilometers. Oh, that's a really precise guess, but it's wrong. Uh, the, the, the person so that's who's 500 driven, miles. Well, the person who's driven the furthest has driven in-game 2,943 kilometers. Oh, my God. So about, which is about, what, 2,000 miles. What was it? Two thousand nine hundred forty-three. Two thousand nine hundred forty-three is one thousand eight hundred twenty-eight miles. Yep, that's how far they've driven. And it's, oh, it should be, and it should oh, be yeah. working out in real miles as well, doesn't it? Because obviously it's just a huge game, isn't it? How yeah, okay, tallest, <laughs> tallest base jump. Wapner. Gotta watch Wapner. Tallest base jump in meters. Oh man, God knows. 
They'll tell the space jumping meters. Two. So how many meters up? Two meters. Jump from? No. Oh, man. Was that close? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> Chitty. Uh, 50 meters. No. <laughs> right, the, that, isn't that orbit? Right, the tallest... tallest <laughs> I don't know. Totally space but it's cracked out, man. You go to orbit every day. Yeah, totally space jump in meters is 6,873 meters. That's how far they've jumped. I, I, I heard that. Wow, that's high. Somebody, well, it's about, somebody, four, it's about four and a half miles up. Somebody in, in, the, uh, in the development, some, like, they were trying to break the record like within in the in-house, right? And what the way he did it was he stacked like double-decker buses on top of each other. On a mountain, and then base jumped off that. That's yeah. how he did it. Well, they must have done something like this because the top uh, five or six they're all within forty meters of each other. Yeah. So that's how they must have done it is by putting obviously stuff on top of each other just to get that extra few meters. So that's quite funny. I, 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 before you go on, sorry, I, I, you know how I didn't like the demo I've just caused. Didn't yeah. think it was very good. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, my friend bought it right, and I saw like the first ten minutes, and they do a way better job of like introducing you to like. You know the controls and stuff in the game than they're doing the demo. Completely different start. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. So, so what you're saying is a bad demo? Bad demo, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Uh, most kills that someone's achieved in the game. How many people? Seven hundred trillion. Seven hundred trillion. That's a good guess, but it's not right, Ginny. Yeah. Um, a hundred six. No. 100- 106,962. God lovers, you've not done quite that many. Um, yeah, the, the highest number of kills is 9,243. That doesn't seem that high. No, it's a fair few though, isn't it? That's by Chicken Taco. So there you go. Uh, number of vehicles hijacked. This one I found quite surprising. I thought it'd been way more than this. I've got to say, this is relatively quite low. 103. That's actually not, not a bad guess, I have to say. It's a few more than that, but it's not a bad guess. Do uh, 17. No, 252. Oh, man, I was close. But yeah, I'd, I'd have thought it'd been way more than that. You know, number of vehicles. Yeah. I doesn't seem very well, many. You, you, you seem to spend most of your time riding the vehicles rather than hijacking them, I guess. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. And then the final one, money earned in the game. So how much, what's the most money someone's earned in the game? Um, A trillion dollars because they stole it from Mr. Burns, like on The Simpsons. How did you know that? How did and you... Homer's like Homer's like trying to get a soda. It's like the dollar bill thing wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> There's soda on the plane. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, Chinny, uh, a more sensible guess. <laughs> um, I don't know two million. No, it's not bad, but it's a lot more than that. Eleven million five hundred twenty-eight thousand three hundred eighty-five dollars. So I was just about to say that. Were you? Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's nice that they're supporting it, isn't it? And and just on an off on off note, there's a site started to compile the craziest stuff people have posted up on YouTube because yeah, obviously in the PS3 version you can you can upload stuff to YouTube straight from the game, which is quite a cool little feature. And one of the craziest things I've seen is basically someone tethered two jetliners together, and they were basically swinging around each other like yo-yos whilst flying. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You can do some seriously, yeah, crazy stuff in this game. You can do some proper crazy. So yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm being, you know, when you're sort of slowly being persuaded to, to maybe try something out because I keep seeing all this stuff and thinking that looks quite cool. 
you know, I don't know. I'm sort of swaying a little bit. Swaying a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. let's move on. Uh, yeah, iPad. iPad. All the, all the reviews for iPad are starting to roll in. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one I'd like to pick up on, which is uh, Stephen Fry. Uh, you may have heard of him. What's, you... what's Mr. Fry? Anything Stephen Fry says, I have He's to listen. Futurama. Yeah, he he actually loves it. Oh, he does. He absolutely what? loved it. He, he Whatever got... Stephen says goes. So, I mean, he basically he basically got invited to you know obviously the offices of Apple to try out the iPad, uh-huh. and it was almost a case of you've got to pry it out of my cold dead hands to get it back off me. So there you go. You know, he he just loved it. He, he just, I mean, his his closing comments were, um, after he leaves, I'm finally left alone with an iPad. Finally, I get some finger time. I peep under the slip holder, and there it is. When I switch it on, a little sigh escapes me as the screen lights up. Ten minutes later, I'm rolling on the floor, snarling and biting, trying to wrestle it from the hands of the Apple press representative. This is not strictly true, but giving up the iPad felt, felt a little like that. I'd been prepared for a smooth feel for a bright screen in the immersive experience everyone had promised. I was not prepared, though, for how instant the relationship I formed with the device would be. I felt uh, neglected without an iPad, but I have since gotten my own and it goes with me everywhere. Is it possible that the public will not fall on the iPad as I did, like lions on an antelope? Perhaps they will find the apps and the buy books too expensive. Maybe they will wait for more fully featured later models, but for me, my iPad is like a gun lobbyist rifle. The only way you will take it from me is to prize it from my cold, dead hands. Uh, one melancholy thought occurs to me as my fingers glide and flow over the surface of this astonishing object. Douglas Adams is not allowed to see the closest thing to his hitchhiker's guide that humankind has yet devised. So there you go. That's, that's what he thought. What do you think? Yeah, but couldn't you say that about the iPhone? I mean, I still don't get why this is better than an iPhone. I have no idea. I mean, I, I like... He doesn't say, which he should. I mean, for crying out loud, if you have the ability to use one and you go out and buy one and you're raving about how wonderful it is, you need to give us reasons. Well, I don't know. It's a, it's a huge article. That is really the last bit of his four-page article, which I'm obviously not going to read all of it out. Well, uh, you to have something in there. He's very impressive. It's worth a look. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just sort of... I still look at it and just think of it as being a giant iPhone with the similar apps on there. I just, yeah. I, I don't get it. I really yeah. don't get it. Maybe so it's for rich people. <laughs> well, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I like Stephen Fry, and I, you know, I, I love him. him. You know, I, I love him. I expect him to be honest and and straight up because he's that sort of guy, you know. And I don't know. I'm he he obviously loves it, and I I find that really impressive. That you know, he thinks it's really cool. So I don't know. I really don't know. Who knows? Where's the buzzer? I don't know. Bring the buzzer up. Bring the buzzer. Um, yeah, a final little thing before we ha- we have got a rundown. Uh, Thank you yeah. for the buzzer. Uh, yeah, we have got a little rundown. Oh, now it's broken. I don't know what's going on. It just yeah, keeps it going off. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, quick quote from uh, Gabe Newell. Uh, the next Half-Life needs uh, to be really scary. What do we think? What do you think? I don't know. Look, one of my least favorite parts of um, of Half Life of, of Half Life Two was the scary bit. Maybe because I'm a big scary cat, but it's Val. I'll, I'll just give us the game again. Just give us the game. Do you know? Do you know what I think? The game and not DLC. Do you know what I think? I I just remember being 
scared for Gordon Freeman as opposed to being scared playing the game. Does that make sense? I was more worried for my character rather than being scared of playing the game. And I don't know why it always made me feel uh, feel that way playing Half-Life. Do you know Do you know what I mean? You probably don't, uh, do you? No, no. I, I was scared. And I no. think it was probably because I was connected to the character, you know, so I was always worried why? for... Why? You're connected to a character that is mute and has a robot to save the world. I don't why know. Are you connected I, just, to him? I don't know. I just was. I was just always more worried for him than I was. And, and saving in the right place so I didn't end up stuck or something, you know? Yeah. I was more concerned about that, yeah, saving in the right place. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's interesting what they're gonna do. I, I just, man, it's just Half Life. So they always seem to do it right, and it's just one of those things where you just leave it alone. They know what they're doing. Um, I mean, I mean, he basically said he said um, the series also has to broaden its emotional palette. Uh, when asked if Half Life series uh, deliberately matured with its audience as part of the. Uh, Special look at the franchise, Newell replied. Uh, that isn't something we think about except as part of each project, needing to respect the fact that simply repeating the past isn't going to have the same impact now as it did then. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we've gotten away from the genuinely scurrying the player more than I'd like, and it's something we need to think about in addition to broadening the emotional palette we can draw on. Um, although he didn't obviously mention Half-Life 2 Episode 3 by name, uh, the prospect of more frightening installment will you know, be sure to excite fans. And Newell reckons he knows the deepest fear of the series' core fans, which was, uh, you know, uh, when he asked him what scares them the most, he had a particularly the dark answer, the death of their children, the fading of their own abilities. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's what he... Well, yeah, I, I think maybe, like, scaring, scaring the, 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 the player isn't necessarily, like, making it more of a horror game or anything. But giving them more difficult decisions, you know, like giving them um, decisions that, with a little bit more weight, that ca- carry on to the person who's playing, the, the holding the controller, or you know, so scaring the player might be like the wrong term or something. I reckon he means you know just involving the player more into like really difficult, hard to make decisions in the game. You know, like, is this the right decision? You know, choice to make. You know, that kind of like worrying, scareness. Yeah, I, I just. You know, do you know what? I just have, and maybe it's misplaced, but I just have so much trust in Valve to produce good yeah. games. Yeah. You know, you, you just expect every game they release to be brilliant, don't you? And they are. They are, usually. Do you they understand are. what I mean? It's almost like uh, you just sort of expect it to be brilliant. You don't expect it to be anything other than that. And, you know, and that, that is pretty cool. Right, we have got a rundown, and I know you like doing the uh, rundowns for us, Chinny. Yeah. So, so this week's is uh, 19 games uh, that didn't quite make it. Okay. Or 19 great, apparently incredible games that you know you'll never get the chance to play. So there you go. So are you uh, are you ready with these? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, 19 incredible games that you'll never play. And the first one I've played, so good for me. Um, first one, Goldeneye. N64 classic Goldeneye on the current gen console. It was real. The powers that be uh, might deny it. Basically, it's the HD version of Goldeneye. We'll never see it. Never going to happen. It's sad, but it's true. Activision uh, now arms the rights to make Bond games. Rare made Goldeneye and Rare around by Microsoft. And it was also released on the Nintendo console. So you try and figure out how they should solve that because I don't think that's going to happen. 
Are you bothered? Uh, are you bothered about it? No, not really, not really. Like, I mean, it's a great game, but it remains great in my head, and that's the way I Do want it to be. you think if you had a chance to play it again, that it would probably not live up to your rose color? Well, I, I mean, what? Like, I'm going to go, oh, yeah, I remember this, and I remember this, and play it all again, and, you know, I'm sure it'll be okay, but it won't be the same as, like, when I first played it, you know? Yeah, I'm never right. going to recreate that. You know, yeah. when you first play uh, Mist, Duke, you know, yeah. you're never going to get that back, you know. Right, the, right, when you right. watch a film for the first time, you know, like Memento or something, yeah, you're never sure. going to get that back. So there you go. Uh, right, next one. Oh, I remember this game. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Staff of Kings. This was being developed by LucasArts. Uh, there was an Indiana Jones game on the original Xbox, and I think this was the follow-up. And then LucasArts kind of went down a little bit. After the Fortune Least, and uh, they don't really do internal games anymore. They do in Fortune Least too, I think, but they they they, they cancelled this. They just out and out said. I, I actually remember this being touted as going to be. It was going to look incredible. It was going to be absolutely amazing, and yeah, that's what I remember. A lot of people. Like, I mean, a, a lot of journalists actually played the game. You know, they went to LucasArts and they saw it and played it and. You know, wrote wrote previews. So it's it's not very often that it happens, but it it does happen where. A game becomes playable, it goes past alpha and, you know, gets into the beta stages and, and it gets cancelled. You know, that's just... I, I mean, it came, like, it came out on the Wii, didn't it? Yeah, but that's... Yeah, I think that's, that was a different game. I don't think that was Wasn't the same it? game. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't, it's not the same game. Uh, okay, next one. Right, yeah, next one. Time Splitters 4. Now, you see, I, remem- I remember Time Splitters <laughs> being the first... Yeah, I remember Time Splitters being the first game that I played in co-op with someone. That's so, what so, I remember about this Time game. Time Splitters was, was, a good, uh, was a good series, and it did come from you know the people who made Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. Uh, I, I remember 3 was... The main character kind of looked like Vin Diesel for some reason. I, I, I had a lot of fun. I don't have like a big nostalgia kick with Time Splitters, but there was very decent games, and, and well done, and Free Radical kind of moved on to other things, and... Uh, there is rumours that they're still working on the, the the Battlefront stuff though. That's that's pretty much confirmed, I think. I yeah, know. but but Hayes was the end of Free Radical, yeah, wasn't it? Hayes killed it. I mean, the Hayes yeah. was terrible, though, you know. Um, so hey, you know, that you make a bad game, that's what happens, and Hayes was a bad <laughs> game. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't really like feel sad or anything or you know empathy for Time Splitters. Does anybody Duke? Do you care that we'll never yeah. see it? I never played any of the Time Splitters games. I think, like, no. say, I've heard they're, they're very good, but uh, they are. I think for me, it was just like you say that for me, it was the first first person shooter I played in co-op with someone else. Yeah, which, it seems like everything that that was good about Time Splitters, um, you know, is is in other games now. You know what I mean? Like co-op and sense, like you know, kind of shell shaded graphics and stuff and all that stuff. We we get them all the time. Uh, next one, Titan Project. Yeah, I've never heard of this. I have to say. Uh, Pity Poor Ensemble, some Ensemble who made Halo Wars. Yeah. So yep. it's an RTS, I'm guessing. Uh, I, I don't really know much about this game, but if they made Halo Wars, they get both thumbs up because I like that game. Um, so, yeah, we won't, we'll move on. Because we oh, apparently know. it was a World of Warcraft clone. Ah, epic fail. Right. Uh, what's okay. the next one? <laughs> Tiberium? Tiberium? Yeah. Anybody heard of this? Nope. S- Vaguely, it does ring a bell, but not much, I have to say. Is it was it, another uh, RTS. Camper than, a week, camper than a weekly Glee night, Command & Conquer has always threatened to morph into more of an RTS. It certainly has the drama 
and the cast to pull off a more character-driven piece in 2002's first-person Renegade, Troid, and Failed. Uh, I think it's a, it's a first-person Command and Conquer game. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. Move on. Uh, move on. Batman the Dark Knight. Is mm-hmm. this uh, is this based on the film? or This was Pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah, Pandemic, Brisbane, Destroy. They worked on Destroy All Humans. That was a good game. Uh, oh yeah, I do remember this being cancelled. But hey, we've got a great Batman game already, yes. and we've got another one coming. So I don't think anybody's too disheartened, and no one would want to spoil the film, The Dark Knight, because that film just—I mean—to have a rubbish game associated with that amazing film would be sad. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I'm not too bothered about this. A lot of people are bothered about the next one, though, The Witcher: Rise of the White. Yeah, Wolf. do you know? I was actually really looking forward to this coming to the 360, and they they had quite a bit of footage out for it, didn't they? And yep. it, it looked really cool, apart from those really gruesome death kills, eh, Duke? Yeah, uh, yeah. But it looked good. It looked very fluid, and it looked like a lot of fun. And yeah. Yeah, aimed at it. I mean, it, it looked it looked stunning, like the graphics and stuff. And uh, is it still coming out for the PS3? Is it just cancelled for consoles now? No, it's kind of apparently, and I didn't realise this. They'd, they'd actually given the project to a French company to do the port, right? And they were taking so long, they they stopped the funding. So that's what happened. So well, there, was there is some doing the there port. is some good news though, Stu, because uh, apparently the the sequel to The Witcher, The Witcher Two: Assassins of the King of Kings. Uh, will be coming to the PC, yeah. PS3, and 360. But that's not till um, the first quarter of 2011. Yeah, I knew it was quite a way off. But yeah, no, so, that's cool. You know, that's something to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. Maybe they just didn't make enough money or something on the, on, on the PC. Uh, right, I remember this game. Oh, this got cancelled. Oh, shame. Uh, Necessary Force. Uh, I can't remember who made this, but it had a cool art style. It was very comic booky, and you was just... It was, you know, very noir and all that stuff, but yeah. Um, so he was this private detective or something, and yeah, it was it was like a third person action game, and I I, I didn't know until now that it was cancelled. And he he had that cool comic book look, and apparently it's been cancelled, so I'm never going to play that. Sad. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it was being made by the people who made Willman. It was their project after that, but they got closed because they made a bad game. Yeah. So happens. the pattern, the pattern emerging here. If you make a bad yep. game, you probably won't make another one. Uh, yeah. Division Nine, the next one. Yeah, I've never heard, heard of this. No, Duke. No. Division nope. Nine. Nope. Looks like a first person. Yeah, it looks cool, though. I have to say, it does look quite cool. Looks like condemned a little bit. Looks like condemned. Yeah, apparently it's a bit like Left 4 Deadish, sort of oh. zombie-infested city. Right. Co-op play check. So there you go. And it was being made right. by Irrational Games. Next one we've definitely heard of. Yeah. The oh, next yeah. one is Duke Nukem Forever. Know, yeah, that's now, probably. Yeah. I'd be hesitant to call this game. game. <laughs> uh, I, I would. I would be hesitant to call this game incredible. Maybe incredible, but maybe awesome, but awesome in its true sense. You know, like just <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, it, it is kind of sad that we never got to see the this game because it would have been nice for it to come out eventually. But I, I did hear that they was making some DLC for it, so hopefully it will come. Uh, <laughs> That's quite funny. Okay, uh, move on. Uh, Aliens, The Crucible. Is it the, the, yeah. The oh, this Crucible. is about the yeah. Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> no, that's rubbish. Oh, my God. 
I don't get that. Yeah, don't you don't even worry about it. There's an Arthur Miller play called The Crucible, which if my students were listening right now, they would be literally raffling. Yeah, well, right, don't do, and it's not it's not a two. I think we can't hear them. So if they are raffling, good for them. Okay, help me. That's cheering, dude. Different. They're not rolling on the floor laughing. Oh man. So come on, Aliens RPG. <laughs> aliens RPG, yeah, you know, Aliens. I mean, this this could come back. You know, I think uh, it was it Gearbox who was saying that they're working on Aliens, Canal and Marines. Aliens is popular. Yeah, there will always be Aliens games. So if it's not this developer, it might be, it could be another developer who makes an Aliens. Dig out some more money to make out of Aliens. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Aliens vs. Predator was terrible, but it did sell very well. So you know, people will buy anything Aliens. Uh, okay, next one. Final Fantasy Fortress. Whatever. It's got Final Fantasy in the title. <laughs> Do you like one of the Final Fantasies, I guess? Um, yeah, uh, uh. I don't right, have any next. faith that anybody can make a decent Final Fantasy game anymore. Next one. Cypher uh, Complex. I vaguely remember hearing about this a little bit. These are not exactly there, incredible really games. Up, there was a really <laughs> upbeat person with the same name, right? He's a really chipper guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, also, he's. Uh, what is it with you? The bad jokes today. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> ah, people tune in for the silly jokes. Is that, is that like a bad joke stroke? Uh, we can all tell bad jokes. Is this the prequel, prequel to Shadow Complex or something? <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, silver. It's all black and white. It's all grainy. I don't know. It kind of looks like a hack and slash. Um, I've never heard of it. Uh, I've, I've heard of it, but not much. Right, the next one has been rumored to be oh. coming. This yeah. is coming. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Battlefront Battlefront Three. First one was brilliant. Second one was good. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I I think this is coming. This is true, but maybe not by the same people. I think EA are working on it, and and they'd be fools not to because Battlefront was. You know, one of the very few Star Wars games to actually be brilliant. Um, yeah, you know, all most Star Wars games are kind of meh, but yeah. you know, yeah, Battlefront was good. Okay, the bucket list. Yeah, I'm I'm more interested in some of these. The bucket <laughs> list. All the games that got lost on the way to the shops. Frame City Killer. Anybody that, heard of this? That was meant to be a launch title for the 360 Frame City Killer. Yeah. Perhaps it's a free roaming city, yeah. uh, no roaming free, it says. So very yeah, it's like a GTA-type clone thing. Uh, never going to happen. Huxley. Uh, no. I downloaded the, be- uh, the the PC beta for this, but it wouldn't run because my graphics card was goosed. But, but I saw it in funny-looking graphics. It seemed okay. Hello. <laughs> oh. Cheers, dude. Uh, yeah, long lost MMO, nothing to do with the pig. Looks to be still coming for the PC, but the 360 version is on infinite hold. Yeah, but it uh, definitely it definitely is because obviously I was in the beta, but didn't quite get to play. This this, this article must have been written quite a while ago because, as we know, I think you know, I think it is true that Battlefront 3 is definitely coming now. So uh, I've just got worded. <laughs> and, uh, you should... Yeah, I just, yeah, like, I'm, I'm on. Tap this article here, yeah. was written on April the second, 2010. Really? Well, that was like. Two days, yeah, two days ago. Really? Because he says the bucket list was Splinter Cell Conviction. No, look, if you read it properly... The original, come on, man! Uh, what? 
look for the look. government agent with look a hint of... Look what it says underneath oh, there. The original Splinter Cell original, conviction. Um, <laughs> That's a bit of a cheat, though, because, you know, the game got reimagined. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming, coming very... Now. It's coming this month, actually. So that was a cheat. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Hot <laughs> off. He was, he was, it must have been Sunday night and he was running out of ideas and he just went, yeah, pff, whatever, no one's going to read it out on a podcast to be pedantic about it, am I? Um, right, the next one, Harker. Never heard of that, I have to say. Nope. The collective promised that we'd actually feel the stake going through Dracula's heart. So something to do with Dracula, I guess. Yeah. I'm mm. sick of vampire stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, pants. Okay, the outsider. Yeah, this looked cool. I I remember again. This was something I I read about just after I got my 360, which was about six months after launch. Three, well, maybe a bit less now, maybe three or four months after launch. Uh, and this sounded good. It was an open worldy type game. You're a uh, somebody on the run. I can't remember. He was a a secret agent that had been framed for a murder or something, and you were on the run. And it was all very open worldy sort of. Uh, yeah, it looked cool. It was set in Washington, I think, if I remember rightly. Uh, and it did look cool. It's a, a British developer as well. British developer, but it did look cool. But apparently it's still being made. But again, we're five years later. Yeah. So who knows? Probably not. But no, it looked good. It did look good. And he was promising a lot of the stuff that we've already seen. That's the trouble with stuff like this. You know, it was going to be it was going to be dynamic and dependent on how you played the game, would affect how people treated you in the game and all sorts of stuff. Well, that's it anyway. That's the bucket list. That's all the games. That's cool. I quite like that. Yeah, we like that list. Okay, let's. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we've got some music, as always. And then when we come back for the quiz, uh, Mark Hannix is challenging Chinny. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> there is a challenge. Okay, so let's uh, let's play this week's music, and then we'll come back after this quick break. Right here we go. Everybody ready? Yep. Yep. Ready online? Looking good. Oh, and welcome to the enrichment center. Oh, and welcome to the enrichment center. Your specimen has been processed. Oh, your specimen has been processed. Oh, your specimen has been processed. Oh, and we are now ready to begin the test proper. So far is my heart. This isn't brave. It's murder. What did I ever do to you? You don't even care, do you? 
Please proceed into Android Health. Android Health. Weighted storage cube destroyed. Weighted storage cube destroyed. Weighted storage cube destroyed. Participating in this Aperture Science computer-aided enrichment activity. Goodbye. Goodbye. Are you still there? Okay. So we're back uh, after the quick break. So what did you think? Uh, Ginny, do you like that? I don't know. Bit of the old portal. Okay. It's, you, you can never get too much portal unless they screw up portal 2. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. It's going to be... Amazing. You can't promise us that. Don't make it. Any... It's going to be great. It's got co-op, and co-op's always fun. No, it's high. It is. If Fable I had never two... gotten my hopes up for a game and then had them dashed to pieces, <laughs> I would go along with you 100%. <laughs> but that's happened, so I'm, I'm learning to guard my heart against heartbreak. Actually, I'll give you Fable, too. That wasn't fun at all. All right, then. Yeah, no, that, anyway. is, that is true. It wasn't much fun at all. Anyway, anyway, anyway. quiz time. Uh-oh. Yay. And, uh, yeah, we have got a challenger tonight on with us to challenge Uh-oh. Ginny again. Let's hope he can do better than last time because the first challenger beat him. Although it's oh, fair it's... to say the second challenger went down in flames in a big way. Well, in a big way, that's It fair. sounds like it's on. It, it's not on. Oh, it's on. No, no, no. It's not on. Who? it's on, all right. It isn't. It's on, all right. <laughs> so there you go. It's definitely on. It's uh, on. Oh. So anyway, let's play the music and then we'll introduce the contestants for this evening. So let's just do that. Here we go. Welcome to this week's exciting edition of the Gamer Racers. And in the red corner, we have the defending champion, Chinny. Now, normally I'd say undefeated, but he has been. So I can't say that anymore. There you go. He's just a defending champion for the... Anyway, and in the blue yeah. corner, we have, we know him as, it's Mark Annix, the mechanic. Hello, guys. There you go. There you go. So are you going gonna to take the crown? Are you going to do it? I'm going to try my best, but if the questions are anything like CPs, I'm a bit worried. <laughs> well, they could possibly be, because it is me hosting tonight, so you're, you're possibly oh, into and, and we might have. <laughs> I hope you're ready for him to double over with laughter, clutching <laughs> uh, in his gut. You know what? Uh, has, he got has, <laughs> has he got a deep hip on standby? I have, yeah. I have. Backdoor fiction is back. They're not quite Our as problem cheap. is, he must have saw those questions before he read them. <laughs> so why does he find them so funny? <laughs> it changes when you're in a public context, um, man. Okay. But yes, to answer your question, Mark, I have respawned as a medic class, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm ready. Haha, <laughs> here we go. Okay. Okay, here we go. And uh, tonight we're going to have three rounds. We're going to have Itch Child's Play, uh, which is my daughter Millie describing screenshots, which is always oh, quite oh, oh, oh. I know, we've got her back. She's back. And, nice. and the sound effects are back too. So uh, be ready. So you got more than one because who would do that? <laughs> no, yeah. And then we've got the ever popular Achievement Unlocked. So that's what we've done. So I've been trolling your games to see what you've got on there for your achievements. Mm-hmm. 
And exactly. And to finish off, we've got fact or fiction. It's back. Here we go. Here we go. It's fact or is it fiction? Who knows? (laughs) Even if it's fact, I'm not sure it's even fact. Who cares? Yeah, really. Is it sort of maybe fact? Is it fiction or is it really fiction? Here we go. He just just enjoys making up the alternatives, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. I do. Okay, so let's do round one. Is it wild, unsubstantiated rumor or is it fiction? Sorry, go on. It's child's play. So let's do round one. And Duke is the sound man tonight, so let's hope he's all ready for this. And yes, the uh, the first three clips are going to be for Marv. Okay, so are you ready? This is my daughter Millie describing uh, yeah screenshots the best she can. So here we go. Uh, so can you play me clip one or Millie one for Mark, please? On nothing's on. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong one. Okay, here we go. There are all different ships going in all different directions. There is a snake in each corner. There are diamond squares and circles there are it looks like fireworks in the background and lots of pretty colors pretty pink so there you go what what game was that i would say geometry wars 2 i'll let you have that it was geometry well done so that's one point straight away on the board, so you're doing better than CP already. Okay. <laughs> Stop comparing him to CP. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you play me clip two for Mark, please? There are loads and loads of buildings. Some of them have a bit of orange on. The main colour, though, is silver. There is a hand at the right-hand side. There's a leg down below with white trousers and black chew. The hand has her, has a fingerless glove which is red. There is a wire going all across. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> so what was that, Mark? Um, oh dear. Um, at first, I thought the hand might have been left for dead, but when when she said glove and the wire, um, I don't know, um, something with a grapple, uh, bionic commando. I'm afraid that's the wrong answer. <clears throat> I can't pass this over for a bonus point, Chinny. Do you know what game this was? That game is like Mirror's Edge. Yeah, is the correct answer. <laughs> Okay, final clip for you, Mark. Can you play me clip three, please? There is a man in a library with a backpack with colours on. There is a monster figure floating in the air. The man is shooting the monster with a, with an orange light. And there are books all over the floor. Bang, bang, bang. There you go. <laughs> Have you any ideas what that game might be? I'm pretty sure that's Ghostbusters. Is the correct answer. <laughs> so at the end of the all three there, Mark, you scored two and Chini stole a point there to, to score one on the board already. Okay, let's move on to Chini's three, please. So can you play uh, clip uh, four for Chini, please? There is a man with a flat top spiky hair which is blonde, he is wearing sunglasses and he is smoking a cigar 
He he has got a red vest on with bullets on it. He's got fingerless gloves, and he's very muscly. There you go. He's very muscly. Don't forget that. Um, any ideas what they, that might are be? Are these screenshots or box art or what? What are they? Um, this one's possibly. I can't tell you anymore. Look, just you've just got to guess what it is. <laughs> just it could be a garden home or it could be a screenshot. <laughs> it's sort of a screenshot. Is this a drawing that somebody drew on the back of a <laughs> no. a, a cornflakes box? Um, Duke Nukem is a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, and can you play the next clip for Ginny, please? There is a boy with a blue arrow on his head. His head is bald. He has a, a big staff, or as I like to call it, a staff of glory. There is a bat behind him. The boy is wearing... An orange coat with a yellow jumper, a yellow belt, and some yellow trousers. So there you go. Have you any idea what that game may be? Uh, There's not many games with boys with arrows on their head and skinheads. So I'm going to say Avatar is the correct answer. And a little fact for Murphy, you know, I know you couldn't find Avatar on his uh, gamertag, but had you seen his former gamertag, Chini1985, on the 360, you would have definitely found that game on there. So there you go, Uh-oh. Murphy. A little bit of a, a bit of inside info there for you. Prove it. It's true. I know it's true. Anyway. Prove it. Prove <laughs> it. You said a lot of things are true. Let's see what happens when no, we get to the fact. No picture, things. no evidence. It is true. Anyway, no, yeah, you know, know it's true, so you can live with the guild. Okay, no. <laughs> the, the final clip for Ginny, please. There is a man who whose eyes are glowing. There is, and he is holding a gun, and he has two snakes which are on his shoulders with sharp fangs, and their eyes are glowing too. Everything is in shadow. So there you go. Any ideas what that might be? The darkness? Is the correct answer. Another way of saying everything is in darkness. Everything is in shadow. Oh, Dang it, yeah. I messed up the joke. God. Uh, so anyway, I, I've got to say she did a good job this week of describing, didn't she? I've got to say she yeah. was pretty yeah. good. Very good. Anyway, at the end of that round, Mark's got two, and Chinny, he's got four. Yeah, he's got four as Chinny. Okay. Uh, moving on, next round. You all right there, Mark? Uh, yeah, yeah. Very good. Hey, Mark, Mark, if if I win, can I get a free MLT? <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to drive up to Bradford, though. No, and yeah, service. Okay. want a service yeah. as well, don't you? Service. Yeah, and a service. And I've got a leak in my car as well. Can you feel Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Mark. <laughs> Um, okay, let's do the next round, which is achievement unlocked. Uh, okay, we're going to start with Mark again. So, and you have both got all these achievements. So, the basic premise is: if you can name it off the name, you get two points. Uh, if you need the description and then get it, you get uh, you get one point. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Uh, this is your first achievement, Mark. 
top of the world? This could be a few. Um, I'd say saboteur. Is a correct answer. Well done. I've got to say, I'm impressed. Well done. That's the Eiffel Tower one. It is the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. But you don't get any extra points. <laughs> you can try, but it's not going to stop showing off now, yeah. Mark. Just yeah. keep yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Here we go. Get over yourselves. Mm, struggling with that one. Um, now I'll need description on that one, I think. Okay. This is definitely the sign of an achievement whore, I have to say. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> this is the description. Select credits from the help and options menu and watch the whole thing. Um, um, explosion man. Is the correct answer. I don't call that sign of achievement horror. I mean, it's a little extra step, but you could just set it up and then walk away. Well, you could, but... That's what I did. Collect, so. Collecting <laughs> orbs is, is the sign of an achievement horror, man. Finding <laughs> feathers, <laughs> feathers in... Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Definitely. Oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay, this is your final one in this round. Here we go. What a vivid imagination. Um, that's tough. Uh, Fable 2? Is the wrong answer, I'm afraid. Okay, let's give you the description, see if that helps jog your memory. Uh, complete a build-your-own-adventure. Oh dear. Um, I'm thinking a, a Lego game, but I can't remember if there's a, an editor in that. Just trying to think which one's got a level editor in. Um, I'll go for Lego Indiana Jones 2. Is a correct answer. Well, I've got to say, Mark, that was a very good round for you. At the end of that round, you're on C. Okay. You keep fighting, Mark, but you know, I know like, you don't want to give me a free MOT, but it's going to happen. <laughs> don't worry. Well, okay. I didn't get the Mirror's Edge one because I've never played it, so you got lucky on that one. <laughs> okay, Chini, are you ready for yours? Here we go. Yeah. Right. Your first achievement is Rebirth of Cool. Game with a bit of. No, you're gonna have to give me the description, I'm afraid. Okay, the description for this game is "Got cool ten times in a row." Uh, oh, is it lips? It is lips. One of those. There's a lot of achievements on that game. I have to say. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, next one for you. Here we go. Living on the edge. Uh, it can't be the obvious one. Oh no! Sh- oh. I don't know. Oh, I'm tall. Uh, it's not going to be the obvious one. I'll have to go with Sean White because it can't be Mirror's Edge. Sean White. Is the correct answer. Yeah, the description for that was, it's a long way down, but you're not afraid of heights, are you? So that could have been either one again. It could have been. It could have been. Okay. 
and here it is, the next one for you. Remind me of the babe. Is this my last one? This is your last one. What could do with getting this? Uh, okay, remind me of the babe. Uh, no, I'll have to get the description. Okay, the description is Defeat the Sons of Semedi. Saints Row 2. Is a correct answer. <laughs> So at the end of that round, uh, Mark is on six, uh, but still in the lead with eight is Chinny. So, so well done. So it's all on this last round, and yeah, I'm sure there'll be a little bit of luck involved in this. <laughs> okay, as much as uh, knowledge. And the final round tonight is fact or fiction, true or false? Is it oh true? Oh God, no, it, no. God. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Here we go. Well, we should, you should rename it Random Shit That's You Found on the internet. <laughs> it's quite possible. Okay, here we go. So there's there's quite a few of these. There's uh, five for you, Mark, and five for you, Chinny. So, okay. there's, so there's plenty of points to be played for. Here we go, and these are your five. Uh, Chinny, are you ready? All right, I'm going first. Okay. Okay, you're going first. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Portal is Valve's spiritual successor to the freeware game through the eye of a needle. The 2005 independent game released by students of the DigiPen Institute of Technology and had a main character called Princess No Knees who had to find their way out of a mountain fortress using magic that created blue and red gateways. Is that true or is it false? Uh, what was, the, what was the, the, the game that it was meant to be based off? Uh, through the eye of a needle. I know it was based off a game. I don't know if it was based off some of Though. I think it was based off a game, but I, I'm going to say false. Is the correct answer. And to be fair, I've only changed one thing there. The actual, the actual change was the title of the game it was based ah. off. It was actually called Narbacula Drop. So there you ah, go. So I was the right answer. then. You, you was right. You were yeah. right. Yes, it was yeah. the name that was wrong. The, the, needle, the, yeah, the whole needle thing that threw me off. I don't know. Yeah. It, so it's called Narbacula Drop is what it was based on. Uh, okay, this is number two. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number two. The original Assassin's Creed featured a window which made it appear that everyone's favourite Transformer, Optimus Prime, was coming out of the building. Is that true or is it false? <laughs> Uh, Ty Fold. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it's the wrong answer. Uh, true. It was true. Uh, according to it was true. I've seen the screenshot, and it really does look like Optimus Prime. Uh, but no one knows. Oh, the truth. sorry. That reminds me. I just heard about this amazing new program. <laughs> it was called um, uh, Photoshop. Is what it's called. Look, let me finish. Let me finish. No one knows the true origin to this, although the rumour is that one of the video game artists was a Transformers fanboy. So there you go, and he just added it in there as a little Easter egg. Yeah, it so could be true. If you look it up, you can find it, and it, it, it's not obviously apparent until you really... And you think, God, it does as well. So there you go. Okay, right. here we go. Are you ready? Next one. Here we go. Number three for you. 
Guybrush Threepwood of Monkey Island fame was named after his file type. During development, Guybrush's visual design was created before his name and personality. The files in which his pictures were stored was called Guy, and the file type was Brush. So he was called Guy Brush in internal communication, and the name stuck. Is that true, or is it false? True. Is the correct answer. Uh, it is true, so that's how his name came about. Uh, yes. Okay, number four, are you ready? Here we go. Uh, following the sackings of Vint Zampella and Jason West, Bobby Kotak has taken another Infinity Ward employee by the name of Gareth Davis, a known supporter of Zampella and West, to use an example to all who might go against Activision. By reassigning him to his own office to carry out menial tasks as his very own personal assistant. His job description includes getting his morning order of Krispy Kreme donuts and reading him the stocks and share changes from the FT index. Is that true or is it false? I hope it's false. Is that your, is that your final answer? You're going for false? False, yeah. Is the correct answer. <laughs> I'm afraid I totally made that up. Okay. Thank God. I know. Jesus. Here we go. And your final one. Here we go. In the year 2000, Saddam Hussein, the then dictator of Iraq, purchased over 4,000 PS2s to build a military supercomputer. Is that true or is it false? Uh, I can't... <laughs> a false. Is the correct answer. Uh, well, it's the whole... The whole, the whole thing said is completely ridiculous. Like the the fact that he himself bought them for a start is ridiculous. And then if you want to make a supercomputer, you don't make it out of PS2s, do you? Well, the interesting uh, thing is, this was actually a true rumor at the time that this actually happened. Yeah. This is this was supposedly true, uh, but claims by an anonymous military insider regarding the sheer processing potency of the PS2 were at best vastly overrated and at worst flat out untrue. Uh, legitimate desktop PCs were far more processing power as common in Iraq as anywhere else in the world in the year 2000. And apparently no sooner had the article hit the internet gossip channels uh, than government officials in the UK thoroughly debunked the claim. So there you go. So it did come out as a supposedly true fact. Okay. And at the end of that round, you've scored a lot. So I'll add them up at the end. A lot. <laughs> you've scored a lot. Okay, we're coming to you, Mark, now for your five. Are you ready? Right, yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, This is number one for you. Okay. Long before Just Cause 2 had a lost Easter egg, there was a lost room in Half-Life 2 Episode 2, including Dharma sign and the numbers plus a PC to input them into. Is that true or false? Um, I'm sure that came out before Lost came out, so I'd say false. Is the wrong answer, I'm afraid. It's actually true. Uh, this was probably an acknowledgement to the fact that Lost featured characters playing the original Half-Life in the very first season, uh, episode entitled The Greater Good. And when Esam brings Syed to his apartment, Haded and Youssef are playing the Xbox version of Half-Life 2 on the TV. And there you go. So there was some, some dialogue. Youssef said, damn it, I'm all out of ammo. Haddad said, use the crowbar. And Youssef said, that only works on the zombies, not the big bugs. And Haddad said, indeed. So there you go. So that's why I think they put it in episode two as a reference to that. Okay. Uh, Number two, are you ready? Yep. Here we go. In the early 80s, the military released a subversive arcade game by the name of Polybius, 
which caused its place to suffer terrible nightmares, nausea, amnesia, and in some extreme cases to self-harm. Is that true or false? Um, you probably didn't make that up, so I'd say true. I'm afraid it's false. <laughs> and I didn't make it up again. It was one of these... Uh, video game myths that was around. And, and it says, unfortunately, there is no evidence that this game ever existed, uh, no less turned its users into babbling lunatics. No machines have ever been found and no ROMs have ever been produced. At best, Polybius could have been an unsuccessful game prototype, an urban legend that grew out of the early days of gaming in which some users would suffer vertigo or even seizures due to the sensitivity of certain light patterns. So there you go. So it's false, I'm afraid. Okay, uh, moving on. Here we go. Um, yeah, the Windows version of the Orange Box uh, featured a Half-Life and Team Fortress 2 version of Peggle. It included ten levels with two masters and five challenges. Is that true or false? Well, I have no idea because the Connecticut of a PC format is dead. <laughs> um, um, I ain't heard of it, so I'll say false. Oh, he's the wrong answer, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's true. It's true. In addition, Valve helped PopCat with its development, including graphical assets and artwork. So there you go. Valve helped PopCat to create Peggle. There you go. But you didn't know that. There you go. No, I didn't. Anyway, uh, the next one. Here we go. Number four for you. Here we go. Uh, UK Radio 1 DJ Chris Moyles was an enemy in the game spin-off of hit TV show 24. He played an overweight Eastern European terrorist who Jack Bauer found himself fighting and beating at the end of an early level. Is that true or false? Now, I remember, um, I remember this, it was a while ago, and I'm sure it was one of the other guys on the show who went to the studios, not Chris Moles himself. Uh, so I'd say false. Is the wrong answer? It was oh. true. It was. I, I remember that. I thought it were Ali. No, no it, it was, was true. true. I remember that. I remember that the whole thing. It was only his face that was used. However, another actor provided the voice. So they used his facial stuff. And there was also a competition on Radio 1. You could be in the game 24 as well. Well, they'd have to have some redeeming features. Hello. (laughs) Okay, here's your final one. Here we go. Here we go. In an interview with Peter Molyneux, he revealed part of his morning routine, which includes eating shredded wheat with prunes for breakfast, I'm watching an episode of the classic 70s sci-fi series, The Prisoner, which Molyneux cites as one of his inspirations, as this gets him in the mood for creative developing. Is that true or false? <laughs> These are really random, aren't we? Um, let's go for 100% incorrect record, and I'll say false. Is a correct answer, yeah. I Yeah, I totally made that up. It was completely out of my imagination. But it could be true. I think it could be true, that, to be honest. It's a sort of thing you do, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's possible, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So at the end of the competition, I'm afraid to say, Mark, you have scored uh, seven points. But Chini <laughs> win, I have to say. And with a massive 12 points. Yeah, Chini with massive points. <laughs> Yay. It- so well, good effort. Today. Good effort. Cheers, Mark. Yes. Really good effort. Unfortunately, you weren't good enough. You weren't good enough. Did you have a good time, Mark? Did you, did you have I, a good time? I, I did until we got to them obscure questions at the end. <laughs> let's, let's have a look at what you could have won. Do bring it out, love. Here we go. Oh, not a speedboat. Uh, I have speedboat. some oranges here. You could have had some of these oranges. And uh, there's a water bottle. See yeah. that? 
See, that would have been useful. That would have yeah, been useful. You, you, that, you can't have that, I'm afraid. So it's I'll from the Sun Prairie High School prom 2009. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, Mark, while you're on, while you're on, should we ask him what he's been playing? Oh, I, I wanted to ask him what he's been playing because I've seen it. So I, I've been uh-huh. telling a bit about what he's been playing. So what you been playing? <laughs> um, well, I, I've got Just Cause 2, so I've been playing a bit of that. Uh-huh. Um, um, mixed feelings, mixed feelings, really. Um, one minute you're having a load of fun uh, and you're just enjoying it. And then the next minute, it's just so frustrating. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm playing it on normal. And the difficulty level is quite hard. Um, when you progress further on in the game, when you unlock a higher heat level, um, the, the enemies are just relentless. They just come from everywhere, and they're, they're really difficult. Um, but uh, especially when enemy helicopters come at you when you're on the ground. Uh, but if you're lucky enough to grapple onto one, you, you can usually get away. But, but there's a lot of fun parts on it. The destruction's quite good. I mean, with the uh, with the demo that I played, like you you get now sense of who's shooting from where. Does that is that still the case in the game? Um, to an extent, yeah. Um, although when you do do missions now, it is a it's more structured than the demo. You, you yeah. do tend to know what you're actually doing, what your objective is. Right. Um, but yeah, it can be difficult to find where they're shooting from. Um, but the worst thing is. You've got to complete the different settlements by either destroying um, government installations like fuel depots or aerial masts, or finding all the collectibles, which are like vehicle parts and armor parts and stuff. And and finding them is a nightmare because you've got like a little radar detector on your <clears throat> on your minimap, uh, and that'll flash when you're nearby one. But actually finding them can be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, so this sounds all way too silly. What's the craziest stuff you've done? So come on, what's um, the craziest shit you've done in the game? It, That's what we want to know. Yeah. Come it, on, it's tell us all the crazy. That's what this game's all about. Crazy stuff. What have it's you done? It's really fun when you grapple um, an enemy to um, a gas canister and shoot the gas canister and it takes off into the air, dragging him up in the air, and then it explodes midair and blows him to pieces. That's quite funny. Mm. Can I, I right. can I just ask if you you've been daft enough to buy the stimulus map pack? I haven't. No, only idiots buy that. Yeah, idiots. Battlefield Bad Company Two is my sort of like favourite online shooter. It's the, so. It is that Battlefield Bad Company is dying off a little bit though. I think. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll be honest. We all OD a little bit playing it yeah. all the time. That's bound yeah. to happen. It happened with Modern Warfare Two, I think. Yeah, but I think somehow it took longer for Modern Warfare 2 because people played that for, say, three months before they got bored of it. They're still playing it well, now. And I think yeah, that's that's what we're I'm... talking about idiots. Maybe we would just say that we all agree that only idiots would not play either Battlefield Bad Company 2 or Modern Warfare 2. I mean, that's that's a fair statement, right? No, that's people who know, you know, not to play crap games that people just what? get. Whatever. Yeah, keep talking about whatever. what's crap games. Whatever. See if we end up with no listeners all of a sudden. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, to do some shout outs and get the hell out yeah, of here. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Uh, Duke, to you. Yeah, my shout out is to uh, Luke Ski, the guy who makes all the video game nerd songs. Uh, actually, he doesn't make a whole lot of video game songs, but he makes some comic book songs and wacky parody songs and stuff. And uh, he's the one who made the Arkham Asylum song last week. And uh, or I guess it was two weeks ago. 
And uh, we're going to have another one that he did about uh, Spider-Man. So uh, look for that soon, folks. And Mark, for coming on. Cheers to you, dude. And everybody who's cool enough to buy the stimulus package. Cheers. Idiots. I'm, <laughs> I'm Genie. Yeah, I'll shout out to uh, Skulldugger, because, you know, he wants me to shout out Parsnips. For some reason, he likes Parsnips. Uh, yeah, uh, so I'll shout out them. Uh, Mark, thanks for coming on. Also, shout out uh, iPete for uh, Theme Xbox. We're on that Theme Xbox thing. Because, yeah. uh, you know, he's the, the admin guy over there. So, yeah, Theme Xbox. It's If you want to check out some themes... Uh, but you don't want to pay for them. It's it's a great site to go to. So you you know you don't have to like pay to see what they look like. You can go on there and they'll you play a little thing and they shows you all the stuff and there's premium themes and all basic themes. And just you know like, I mean I don't really invest in themes very often, but uh, it's mainly because you can't preview them, I guess. And uh, yeah, themes are not but bad. With this site, you can. You can exactly. Yeah, you so can. it's a good site. Ch- check it out. And uh, Pete's a good guy. So. Definitely there you go. check it out. Shout him out. Hey. And speaking of parsnips. I'm gonna eat your parsnips. There you go. Boo. There you go. Um well I've got a couple of shout outs for I Pete as well. For Pete. Uh, first of all, just just let you know, Pete, come a bit closer. Come a bit closer. Did did you know? I don't know whether you know Pete, but they've just taken the word gullible out of the dictionary. Uh, I don't know whether you knew that, but just a little Are you serious? Yeah. Hang on. You know? Just go and have a look. Have a look, it's not there anymore. They've taken it out. Yeah, it is. It's right here. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Because, I mean, we've got to give him a shout-out just for being the, the one person who fell for all our April Fool pranks. Yeah, really. for mine. Yeah. Well, your, yours was a bit belated, unfortunately. Although it was my very friend, You've got to be an idiot to fall for yours, Duke. Oh, wait, my friend. <laughs> yeah, your friend did. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's one of my shout-outs. I have also got another one. I've got quite a few tonight. Easily um, deceived, cheated, adjective, three syllables. There you go. And I've got one for uh, Sniped007, Sniped007, who's left us a comment on uh, on Podbean for show oh, 12. Yeah. And he says, uh, thanks for the review of Avatar Canon. It's the developer of Avatar Canon. So there you go. Oh, but he thanked us for that review. Yeah, well, I was nice to it. You two might have been horrible, <laughs> but I was nice. He said, thanks to Stu for the yeah, review. I don't <laughs> like that game. And she was oh, playing nah. it. Again. He still left a review. You know, that's nice of him. I'm not going to lie to the dude just because he's the yeah. one who made it. No, no, yeah. I think we should be honest. I mean, it, you know, it looked good. Keep going, dude. I'm sure you can come up with something that I'll like. It did look good. I've got to say it's got some of the best, like, 3D-ish graphics yeah. I've seen on the uh, in the game. So I definitely think there's some good potential of some great games to come. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and I've also got another shout-out for iPete because he's left us a, a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is put you could call me a podcast addict. I've listened to pretty much every Xbox podcast on iTunes, and this one is by far the most entertaining. Oh. Uh, sometimes, by pure fluke, a group of people come together and mesh perfectly to create something amazing. Uh, this Favorite is one. Got an atom bomb. I know this is one of those times. These three guys in this podcast, the Daddy Chinny and Duke Scaff, uh, complement each other so well uh, that you'll be in fits of laughter at all the little digs and jokes at each other's expense. Uh, Shut not- up, Stu. Just mean not to mention the uh, digs and jokes at my expense. Oh no, it doesn't say that, but that's what we've done. Oh, <laughs> oh snap! Oh, no, you did. Oh, oh. Uh, oh snap! It's not on. Oh, it's on. It's on. Uh, 
not to mention the unbiased debate, Xbox news and reviews. Although we do do PS3 and Wii and other stuff. He's, uh, he's obviously blanking out all that stuff, isn't he? Yeah. He's blanking it all out. And yeah. to, finish off, to finish off, we have had an email this week. God, it's all... Ah! We just keep getting stuff. We keep getting I know, stuff. what's up with that? I know, it's cool. Yeah, it's we're cool. so busy with our one email. I know, one email. <laughs> one email. Uh, and it's uh, from Mark Peebles. And he says... Uh, Is he related to Mario Van Peebles? I have no idea, but his name's Mark Peebles. Who knows? And anyway, his email says, uh, just wanted to let you know that I enjoy your show, guys, and say thanks to Ginny for popping over to us at 360 Gamer Cast and posting in the forums. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known you guys existed. Loved the Heavy Rain episode, especially when Duke laid into it, lol. Uh, <laughs> do you think you guys could muster up 12 people to have a Battlefield Bad Company 2 game? Anyways, keep up the good work, and I'll leave an iTunes review when I get the chance. Uh, Peebs, GT, Pitbull Peebs. So there you go, that's his... Yeah. Uh, Cheers we, that, dude. We, and thanks to everybody who listens, we appreciate Peeps. it. Come by the me site and, and say hello. Me and Duke, we played with uh, Pitbull Peebs, didn't we, in Battle, Battlefield? Yeah, he revived me a couple times, because I died, and I was all like... Ugh, and he comes up like... And I'm like, dude, thanks. There you go. So there you go. So thanks ever so much for that. If, if anybody else wants to send us a, an email, you can send that to uh, podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. Anything on your mind, anything you want to talk yeah. about. Any, if you've got any like, spots and you want to get rid of them all, I've got some techniques you can use. I don't know what I'm about to get. Um, yeah, email. I can help you with your car. <laughs> I can oh, help you yeah. grade papers or, you know, if you're writing an essay and you're not sure about whether you should split an infinitive or not, just let me know. Mark can the answer. answer is no, don't split infinitives. Mark can answer, like, you know, engine questions for you. Yeah. No, seriously, Mark, I've got to leak in my car. Can you fix it? <laughs> Mark, my car exploded recently. I have, and it I have to de-ice my car from the inside. Can you help me? Please. <laughs> yeah, buy a new car. Uh, yeah. Can you help me with that then, please? <laughs> you know what I did? Are you serious, Shannon? You have ice on the inside of your windshield? In the winter, yeah. Because I do that. I had that problem. And I went online to find out what I should do. And they said, leave your window open like a very, very, very tiny bit. And then the moisture is able to leave the car. And I did it and it the worked. The problem with that is, if I do that, then I won't have a car in the morning, dude. <laughs> yeah. well, which is yeah. more important to you? Come on. Actually, uh, that's not a bad idea. I could claim the insurance back. Sweet. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be in there in a second where Chini I'll, I'll, The police will say, oh, we found it. I'll go, no, you haven't. Don't, don't lie. You haven't found it. Come on. No, it's on. It's no, no, no. Bad. It's not on. It's on. Uh, <laughs> it's on. Um, but yeah, and apart from that, yeah, come over to the website. Come and have a look. We're at the, uh, yeah, and also uh, go to Velocity Gamers. VGHub.net, yeah. man. Check out other, other cool websites with video show. game related stuff. Yeah, and podcasts and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, ours is www.veterangamers.co.uk. That's www.veterangamers.co.uk. So get yourselves over there. And yeah, keep up the iTunes reviews. We've had one or two a week for the last four or five weeks. So keep them right, coming. You better keep getting them. Yeah. We're gonna give you a beating. Yeah, because we like <laughs> because we like yeah, we'll send Duke round and he's a nasty man, I'll tell you. He sounds, he sounds all kind <laughs> of really. Yeah, and it's it'll be on. Who it down, all right. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, we'll send Duke round to break your kneecaps. And on uh, on that uh, bombshell, because who'd have known it? Uh, we better get the hell out of here. So uh, yeah, see ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stop talking. Say goodbye, Mark. Hi. You didn't say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. Yay! Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Why?
nonetheless boring instead Sit in my home, watch TV, turn it up, smoke